0: Yo, we are live. Finally, we are live. Good freaking grief. I'm telling you, like, what I just had to go through in order to get, like, the stream even going is freaking ridiculous right now. YouTube... Uh, especially after the issues I had where they privated uh, one of the uh, the prior episodes a few weeks ago um, for no reason and then said, oh, sorry, I'm bad for privating that. Um, I'm sorry that you, you know, missed out on all, all the, you know, the views that you were supposed to get. You know, it's right. just typical uh, YouTube screwing up once again. So um, we're going to get this thing started. This is DPS Podcast episode number 88 and uh i am glad to be here back once again with my co-host my homie gaming forte what's up forte
1: yo uh man uh i'm sorry that you were dealing with this (laughs) like literally it seems like for the last 30 minutes man i can definitely tell your voice but uh we here now man we here it's gonna be a great show a lot of amazing stuff came out today some people are gonna be happy about it some people not so much but Mm, uh so much yeah it just but but just just knowing that i'm here with you over the uh once again on a glorious thursday is good enough for me
0: hey yeah absolutely bro and oh man it's been uh it's been a time man it's been a time i came back from vacation we did i was on vacation when we did the show last week uh was able to see um got home though uh like a day after um and i was definitely uh well actually we were live for the uh um, a special episode uh not official episode a of dps but a special episode you know how it is of the uh xbox Bethesda showcase <laughs> we can do a we're gonna do a, a recap of that as well but uh i mean first let's let's just get into some things like uh forte what have you been playing what you been up to man
1: so i uh picked up uh the quarry yesterday and uh oh, really? i definitely yeah I picked that up yesterday I didn't realize that that install was that big I mean it's not huge but it was still like wow that's still 50 something gigs I was like okay but um installed that so I'm gonna probably start that probably tomorrow because I, I wish co-op
0: know. I wish co-op was working
1: that's what I heard and I was talking to somebody about it yeah yeah, I was talking to somebody who said that that's supposed to come next month whereas yeah. couch co-op is out right now yeah yeah which which, which is doesn't back really help
0: when you're like you know Half, half a, a country away <laughs> well,
1: well, the biggest, well the biggest thing is What sucks is I don't understand why Especially in a single player, player narrative game mm-hmm. Why would you have Any like it's like It's like you almost want to have At least all of it Or none of it at that point It's like
0: what, 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 what do you mean all of it or none of it
1: Like when it comes to co-op It's like I understand like like you. I can understand having Like couch co-op first of all i didn't know this game was gonna have it and then i saw it i was like oh that's gonna be cool you can play through the game with somebody but i was like don't they realize that most people play online and that's who they're gonna have their experience with i just always felt like right now it just seems like online co-op should be the number one thing that you should make sure is ready for your game on day one because that's the that for that that's going to be the number one way that people are going to play it if they are going to play a co-op but I'm just glad it's coming soon, but for it to be a launch game, it's it's like, wow, it should have been there day one.
0: Well, well you know, th- there is that issue uh, with, uh, we, we discussed this about Supermassive games before, how they're kind of seem like following into some of the bad uh, uh, decisions that Telltale did. Where they take on too many projects at once. I mean, look, they they got all these other in, little individual games they're working on. The Quarry isn't even a, in re, like uh, a, a part of the uh, the, the Dark Pictures anthology, but those are our annual release. You know that's still coming out this year, like yeah, this October. So like they're gonna drop two games in the same year, and it's like that's a lot of like like they they have divided their resources so. uh, so thinly um and it's it's something that I've noticed with Telltale it's something that I've noticed that like a lot of their games really aren't on the same par as uh Until Dawn was where it was just the entire 200 developer studio working on that one game you know and so it's just I, I I've noticed it and you know and, I, and it just like they don't seem to realize that their games are buggier and buggier um the characters aren't as uh fleshed out as they used to be yeah 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 i'm not sure i speak down on the quarry because i'm actually enjoying it i'm having a good time with it i I've, i've streamed three episodes of it so i play i play about like a probably a total of like six and a half hours of the game so far i think i'm close to the end and i'm enjoying it but it's not as good as until dawn it's probably their best uh game um, I think it may, it may be on par with House of Ashes, uh, Dark Pictures House mm-hmm. of Ashes, the third one they did. But when it comes to co-op stuff, oh, I'll, I'll get into that real quick. Let me do the super chats. Shout yeah, out to Rob the Don two hundred two for the two dollars super chats. Let's go. We in here. What's up? What's up, Rob? What's up, man? Um, shout yeah. out to the and Luca with the five dollars super chat. She says sup thotmo and thoughtical. glad you figured out the tech issues i'm i'm glad i figured it out too even though it was really nothing i could do outside of just killing the last stream completely like the link that its entire existence and starting over because youtube just refused to let me go live but it is what it is i'm glad (laughs) glad we got it fixed up
1: I wonder what the name for like villain was. When you like me and you have like really like your name thoughtmo and, and I can see it. Thoughtical uh, the, not my is name. like the not not is um <laughs> it's very very. It's like wow, it, it actually comes off, it rolls off the tongue. So what is like villain though? Like what would you like? What's villain's thought name? we need to get everybody in um scumcast we got to figure out who they thought days are going to be so luca i charge you with that i need you to uh put that on a banner somewhere so we can uh celebrate all the thoughts inside our community
0: Oh, can you shout out to people in the chat real quick? I need to go uh, have a yeah. have, have a talk with uh, my kids. They're acting crazy, real quick. Oh, Please, I had to sorry. do that
1: earlier. I had to do that too. So yeah, I got you. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Mitchie Dies a Lot. My man was here first, as always. We had the we had Ramon Terrell. Shout out to you. He was um, on the uh, panel with us during the Xbox event. Him and Connor, you know, soapbox Gaming. That was uh that was a really really good stream. Shout out to Stardust. We got my man up in here who else is in here we got uh arcade we got him we got true serum shout out to you bro we got spider yo brother and we got blade x um red was right xbox did get a Final fantasy game yo listen we're gonna talk about it man the final fantasy stuff uh shout out to the snitch man the snitch out there putting color coordinated um squares on the screen letting people know that a final fantasy game is coming in xbox but it ain't the one that people really wanted, but uh, yeah, shout out to that. And then the Ashen one, the Ashen Lucario, the Ashen Lucille the Ashen Luca. She's here. Shout out to you. Did I did I do that justice, Luca? I don't know, but uh, shout out to you. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, Super Thought is Sir Thought. <laughs> okay, I got you. That that makes sense. Right, I'm back. Sorry uh, about that. Sorry about that. She said, uh, "Villains is Super Thought, and then Taz is Sir Thought." <laughs> okay i'm with you and um yeah i got everybody yeah i got everybody in the chat oh bunty shout out to you bunty uh, thanks for coming through bro appreciate all you guys coming through today man we're gonna have a great show and um slow-mo what, what we got in store <laughs> for these people
0: tater thought that's pretty actually pretty funny tater that guy's um no yo know, um well i mean let me, let's me let let's we talk about the quarry uh the funny thing was is that like if you look at the history of Supermass of like they really actually only intended their games to be single player um, yeah. until Dawn was so good though that like people were doing stream sessions with like a group of people just passing the controller around and, and, and pe- people saying well I'm going to take this character you take that character who do you want to be kind of stuff and it's just like they realized then, like, oh, like, we're kind of missing out on something. So they started, like, kind of working with, like, PlayStation um, move controls and stuff like that with uh, the DualSense 4. So, like, before, like, uh, you ever heard of a game called, uh, man, um, I forgot the name of it. They did another game. It wasn't Hidden Agenda, that's it. Um, yeah, where they you had, had to game, use yeah. the PlayStation app in order to help you like basically like control the game and make choices and, yep, and essentially it was like everybody would get like the app the free app on their phone and you could sit down um couch co-op and then everybody would be making the decisions based off you know with their phone they they didn't work out too great just because it controls so poorly but They, uh, as they continue to move on, like they've they've always been incorporating, even with the dark pictures, incorporating uh, multiplayer into the their games. It's just like it's been slowly getting better and better. I don't know what happened this time with it. Why it wasn't ready at launch? They did say uh, couch co op is available now, but like they're still only doing like I think two player co op when it when it goes live, which is like I mean. The cool thing is that kind of like it takes two you can be able to just give someone a friend pass they can install the game and then they can play it as long as they're playing it with you but it's um it still doesn't really duplicate the experience with Until Dawn where like a a group of people get together and everyone's doing it you know so it's uh I I think actually think we're gonna talk about this game because it was at the Xbox showcase later on but uh Maybe this game, if if people can get past its visual aesthetic, maybe this, uh, as dust falls, might actually kind of deliver that kind of experience people are looking for. I mean, people
1: were, people were looking at that game side idea, it's like, What is this? Yeah, <laughs> but it's,
0: but look, it's, it's a very much a telltale kind of style game, yeah, the massive, Quantic Dream, all these developers kind of do, uh, uh, Don't Nod with uh, Life is Strange, it's like that. But it's uh it's it's like weird. It's like not stop motion, but it's like yeah, <laughs> I heard someone say PowerPoint slides before. Um That's but,
1: that's basically what it looked like. I was like, well, look at this.
0: But they do say that when the game launches, they'll have a player co op. So that's the what I'm saying, like they might actually be able to like deliver on that kind of spirit. Regardless, like, like we've been that game, we that game chooses
1: that game chooses to run at five frames per second at certain parts <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was, I was like yo look at this
0: <laughs> um, but, but no, but I like uh, the aesthetic like, though I, I think you'll like the quarry I think the characters are among the dumbest characters that uh, that supermassive has ever created like these are really like some real like
1: is it like is it like also lake plastics type stuff character development yeah <laughs>
0: look man i don't know how these people even survived to this point like i don't know how oh they made they, they have lived in this world and didn't like randomly walk off a bridge and kill themselves they're that big
1: Bad. I was watching your gameplay, like your uh, last stream of, and I was like listening to some of the revelations and stuff. And so I was like, "Oh, this is why the sheriff was doing such." <laughs> I was like, "This is so stupid." But yeah, it, but, but but it's, the the, it's like, I figured phenomenal. it out.
0: I figured it out. Like I'm like halfway through the game, I figured the the big reveals and everything out. Well, not all of them. I think there's like one big
1: reveal left. How I many mean, endings does this game have? Because you know they're really good for their fifteen different endings well here's the thing right so like what they would
0: I heard there's over 100 different endings or something like Jesus that right Christ. but it's more of like okay so did everyone live that's an ending did everyone die that's an ending did this person die? You know, then it's like, there's variations in it. And I yeah. think maybe like, cause like I have one character that's died and it died because I don't like the way they implemented the QTE this time. The QTE isn't a button anymore. It's like a direction a jo- on the, the thumb joystick. Thumb
1: on the- yeah. yeah joystick and it's like,
0: and, it, and it's not accurate. Cause I put, cause it, it was like, press up to catch this chain or whatever. I pressed up and completely missed it oh and i'm like and then they said i had pressed sideways or something i'm like no i didn't and i'm like well it doesn't matter the characters dead now i'm like great so it's like they i, I wish they would have just kept to the whole just pressing a button at the right time and or tapping a button or something but i don't know i guess they wanted to make it harder uh it's all right though i'm enjoying myself i played that i played some um teenage mutant ninja turtles Shrews. Oh yeah, we need
1: to. We definitely need to
0: play that in co-op. Yeah, actually, might still show some of my gameplay because it, it's it's fun. It's fun. I I, I have fun. And although I've been playing it solo because like like it's almost like nobody, um, well not nobody playing because I know there's some people playing it right now, but it's just that like when I was ready to play, there was nobody available to play it, so I couldn't. But so i played a little bit solo i actually had my party open so that people could join me and some, some when you were joined.
1: oh you'd be party open i thought you was like oh you're playing this on pc probably yeah but it's it's, it's, it's cross with xbox well i know that but when you yeah. said party open i was like that means you are available that means you're appearing online but then i thought about it i was like i oh, actually no.
0: am appearing online what? jerk? yeah yeah so yeah Hi. oh
1: my god pinch me yeah, I actually really? am <laughs>
0: appearing online, so screw you. Anyway, well, congratulations, um, man! I'm
1: glad you welcome welcome to the welcome to the living. <laughs>
0: but no, it's, it's like you know, it's like your your, your typical side scroll them up. It's fun. Uh, shout out to Ash and Luke with the five dollar super chat. She says only oldies enjoy these games, and that's a problem. Like <laughs> a little inside <laughs> joke. Some some uh, some young Thundercat who who on Twitter tried to say that only thirty year olds. Uh, uh, are excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, in which you know that that might be true, but then you know, hey, us That's 30 and over. My, my response to this 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 this, uh, this young young man was, uh, this is because we have uh, we have great taste in games, and that we also have fully developed functioning brains, because and, and I I linked a, a <laughs> screenshot of how science has proven that. Your, your brain hasn't fully formed until you hit twenty five, which <laughs> he did respond, he just liked the tweets, I'm pretty sure. Like he he's been getting killed by people all day long. So poor guy, right?
1: Oh, but, so let me ask you why why you got your get I see Leonardo on the screen. So is Leonardo your favorite turtle?
0: Absolutely. There, I mean look, it, it might as well be Leo and the green guys or something. Like it's, oh, it's that's Leonardo. He, that's right. Leonardo know, is, the, is the is the is the best turtle. He's the leader. I need a, He's the best fighter. He's the best fighter. You want a poll? Okay,
1: we, we need a poll. We need to put a poll. It, it's four turtles and it's four spots because Donatello is by Ooh. far the best turtle. Donatello. Of all of Donatello is the nobody best turtle.
0: ever nah, makes man, Donatello, Donatello their nah. favorite turtle. Stop man,
1: it. Donatello is is god. God. What people forget he even
0: exists people forget donatello is even
1: nah donatello man leonardo people just like you just want to say leonardo because you got a sharp you got two sharp katanas donatello has a bow no no look
0: i I was always a big fan of of leo because he was one he was the leader right and then two he uh he, he was like the most noble one he's the one that listened to splinter the most and he was the best fighter.
1: Okay, yeah. I won't. I won't. I won't go. I I, I know I'm probably gonna lose this because a lot of people like Leonardo. My brother's That's favorite turtle was Leonardo. But uh, it's always been Donatello for me. I Are you losing
0: by him. a large margin, sir?
1: Oh yeah, I had a feeling I was gonna lose. <laughs> I knew, but I, I just like the fact that we got a teenage. I I just like the fact that we have an actual proper Turtles game. That we could even have this discussion. Shout out to nobody <laughs> voting for Raphael at this point.
0: <laughs> that that's actually shocking to me because I, I I guess growing up, look, I grew up Ninja Turtles. I, I grew up like the movies, the cartoons, the comics. I had T shirts. I had I had the, I had the toys. Everything like I you know I was a kid in the eighties. Everything was Ninja Turtles, right? But like, I feel like most people gravitated to Raphael. Maybe as we got older, we were just like. Man, he he's just kind of stupid. He's like, just stupid. Always getting the stupid. turtles in trouble. Yeah, always getting them in trouble, always getting mad for no reason. Like, you know, I, I guess like the rebel. The rebel something yeah, that he, like younger kids will gravitate to. As you but as you get older, you be real, man, you just messing everything up, bro.
1: And Michelangelo will always be that that darling because he's just the fun, energetic one.
0: But no, as far as the gameplay goes, I like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, there is a bug. Um, on there's a there's a particular stage where you like you're riding on like the little uh, turtle hovercrafts and um, you're like on the street and unfortunately like uh, for some reason on the Steam version it's like people are invisible like you're you are invisible so you can't see your character and track where you are supposed to be and stuff so uh, I haven't when I did that level on the Xbox PC version on uh, the what yeah. the Xbox app on the Windows Store version I didn't have that problem whatsoever so I'm thinking that it's only on Steam and like if you're playing on uh, other, other platforms other consoles you're not going to have that issue but just a warning for people who, who may not have played it yet but it is a ton of fun the six player co-op Um, I haven't uh, again I only played with another, one other person with some dudes some random but like I can't what you wait play to with
1: as the other two people
0: Um, April and um, a- a- C- Casey Jones yeah
1: okay
0: yeah so i had to say had to be casey okay yeah but uh yeah um tons of fun like it's 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 a lot of fun i like the combat i like uh uh got all the villains there yeah man i mean it's not quite the feeling of turtles in time but it's, it's, it's pretty fun it's pretty cool um so i've been playing that i've been playing a lot of rogue company of course and uh um trying to uh struggle through some some remnant from the ashes on horror mode with luca which, which has been hilarious because uh we've been getting bodied by these bosses it's been kind of uh it's been kind of a struggle you know <laughs> but i mean i i like the challenge so it's not that big a deal but uh yeah that's that's been everything that uh have been playing so far um we can get. i guess we can get into like these topics now uh yeah definitely so, the first topic on deck is Sony. So, apparently, Sony out here is uh, finally dipping their toe in the uh, like pro or elite controller market. They are uh, now working on a uh, PS5 DualSense Pro controller. Uh, now, guaranteed, this thing's probably going to be well over $200 when it comes out. Oh, absolutely but i do think that's uh that's that's pretty cool uh something that i would be interested in um it's called code like they have a code name for it's code name hunt this was broken by tom henderson who you know tends to have a lot of good sources when it comes to stuff like this and uh trying to just go through it uh it says it's going to have removable uh stick units so um that's something them sticks that sticks to come off yeah i mean that's pretty basic for what you expect from this as long as for me is as, as long as it's better than the scuff controllers or than the econ controllers because i've kind of felt um those have been overpriced uh for like i, I would just rather have a regular playstation controller than it with those uh, am, am mm-hmm. i alone in this have you played with them at all what about what do a you scuff? think about
1: them? yeah um i pfft, scuff controllers are they're very overpriced it's like the reason a lot of people gravitated like especially on xbox gravitated to the elite controllers because it feels it's not a standard xbox controller where up until what they started doing the impact controllers for scuff they were used, literally just taking the shell of an Xbox controller, cutting holes into it and making it uh, its own design and stuff. Now they're doing a little bit more custom fabrication when it comes to their um, controllers and stuff. But they still just feel like standard Xbox controllers or even when they did PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 5 controller. They just feel standard. So the biggest thing with those controllers is the uh, the life expectancy on them. Mm. and the fact that you can't really go into a retailer and buy them meaning if you do the reason people are willing to buy an elite controller knowing that elite controllers have issues and they break all the time is because you can go into a store and replace it you can go to your best buy you can go to gamestop you can go to walmart you can order it through amazon and if you've got a warranty it's replaced within like uh, either that day or within a week compared to scuff controllers you have to send it into scuff and their their warranties don't cover what everybody else's warranty especially when it comes to like uh accidental damage and stuff mm-hmm. so i've all i like the scuff controllers it's just that they haven't been as reliable as other controllers when it comes to like the amount of money you put into it because if you're going to spend 220 250 and there's not a standardized price for them it's like you're either going to spend two fifty, and if you want more customization, you're going to spend more. So it's always better for a uh, manufacturer or a, or like somebody like Sony to manufacture their own controller because it's going to be a set skew for that controller. There's not going to be different components or anything for it. You might be able to be, be able to buy different parts for it, like mm-hmm. upgrade the thumbsticks or something like that but the actual functionality of the controller is going to be what the functionality of the controller is and i don't think anybody does a better job than the company that makes the controller especially if it's on their platform because they're going to tailor make that controller for their platform other than a third party coming in and trying to adapt what they want the controller to be like to work on said platform so it's always a good thing to see that but um, they're very, very overpriced and very, very overrated in my opinion.
0: Yeah. The, 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 first of all, I do want to say I like the Dual Sense controller. Like I really yeah, do, I do like. It. I think it's probably my favorite PlayStation controller. Period. So it's it's an awesome controller. Um, and I agree with you. Usually, if I'm going to get something that's an improvement off of uh, a, a template or a foundational design that was created by the manufacturer, I want to go with the manufacturer and not, yep. you know, mad cats or whatever the heck those other, you know, trash products. And I, I, look, I'm going like to I say some trash of them might, 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 might be pretty decent. But then when you get stuff like Astro trying to jump in there and make a controller, Astro's controller was absolutely awful uh dead zones all over the place just
1: like yeah it, i had that controller took it back in the in like a week
0: yeah and you're charging 200 for it like you're just basically trying to cash in and that's just not cool um but to kind of discuss some of the the so, so some of the key differences that would be between this this dual sense pro controller and the dual sense um one of the biggest changes is buttons under the analog sticks I don't know exactly
1: what that's going to be for, but I guess they'll explain that when they finally announce it. Buttons under the analog. The analog, unless they're moving the analog sticks, there's no room for buttons underneath them.
0: We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see. Oh, and well, it depends. It depends if it's like slightly bigger uh, controller. Oh
1: man, that. if they move those analog sticks and make them offset, I'll be on my PlayStation all the time. Oh
0: right, wait, hold on. Sorry, which allow you to completely remove the analog sticks and their components. So that's what the button is for. The button is that is for to help you kind of unlock the analog stick. Oh, I guess. Okay, okay. So
1: it's like it's okay. It's not a it's not a functional button. It's a button to just okay.
0: I got you. And, and it says. Uh, this would kind of help in case of like the issues like Ramon in the chat's talking about uh, stick drift. In case if you do, if, you're, uh, if your controller develops stick drift, then you know you could be able to remove the entire component yeah. of the analog stick and everything under it in order to kind of like so basically, you, instead of having to buy a whole new controller, you would just you know put in a
1: new component and then they're going yeah, buy a yeah. whole new box for the whole, basically a whole new thumbstick component piece. Right. And so that, that will make probably be a cheaper
0: a thing instead of, like, oh, a, yeah. you know, you buy a $200 dollar, like, pro controller, and <clears> then you get stick drift, like, you know, six months in, you're going to be pretty upset. This is the reason why so many people who have an Elite controller, an Xbox Elite controller, go get, like, Best Buy warranties and stuff like that so that like you know because they they have they have a high failure rate especially with the uh the um
1: i changed uh, mine the, out once a year
0: the bumpers yeah i haven't changed mine out yet My i got the two uh two-year warranty so i, I i'm going to probably trade it out like right when it gets close to it but yeah i mean i think that's uh i think it's cool i'm glad they're finally getting into that market with that because i think it's uh um I, th- I think the elite controller. You know, I was so against it before, but now that I got it, I can't play certain games without my elite. Tell you, and it's like I actually, I actually, I actually, like I don't like that part. I have to like kind of like get myself out of that mode. There's like certain games where, especially where let's say like Halo Infinite, I like to have uh, my melee map to one of the bump, one of the uh, the paddles. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not playing with a leak controller, I find it very difficult in Melee. Because I, I'm used to that. Um when I was on vacation and playing Road Company through my Steam Deck. Um Oh
1: yeah, you was feeling all awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, super awkward. Um I, I have on my paddle I have uh um the dodge roll uh map to it um for road company. So like I, I was my dodge roll was like not as on point as it normally is when I'm playing the game because it was like I, I gotta remember oh hit the B button instead of hitting like have using my pinky to hit the bumper that which would have mm. been easier so um it, it just makes playing these games a bit easier when you when you want to you know like use all those pals and use it, all the different features that it has now of course like this doesn't say it's going to have paddles on the back or anything like that, but I assume it will. I just assume it will. But, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Apparently, according to Tom Henderson, this will be uh, revealed soon. So, mm. I'm thinking probably at the PlayStation Showcase. When they do their, their, their big PlayStation, PlayStation Showcase of the year, they're probably going to reveal this this control think it's thing.
1: gonna be a think if they reveal it at that you think it's going to be a holiday thing that they're going to release like they're ready to release this year
0: yeah I think I think they want to release it sometime in the holiday also here's another thing it does there's grips on it removable
1: grips so oh dude, that's great because xbox's yeah. grips especially on their v1 mm-hmm. Jesus those the grips will fall off that controller
0: <laughs> right so like if it's removable grips if they start to wear out you could probably replace them so i like i like that i like that this yeah. is uh, it's looking good. And then apparently there's some prototype floating out there that people have had their hands on before. I think Jason Schreier has also spoke about this before as well. So look up, be everyone be on the lookout for the uh, PlayStation 5 Pro Controller. Um, that's the, I guess, the prototype name of it. Uh, whatever official name they give it, you know, it'll be, of course, be the official name. But just something to look out for in the future. Um, next is kind of... Uh, uh,
1: uh, go ahead.
0: <laughs> topic that uh really really like I I, I talked about this last night on Brap and I I really like I got really emotional not like crying emotional but angry emotional um because there were people in the chat who were being very dismissive of what we were talking about but yeah let me basically set the stage of what's going on here so uh it's June and recently in this country we have uh, we have a cook where I'm looking for you know I'm not going to say that word because <laughs> I can't say it right now for some reason but we, we're we celebrating in this country Juneteenth which is when black people all officially became free now some people may be like wait a minute didn't black people come free after the American Civil War uh, technically yes but then also not really, because you know, it's it was the 1800s uh, news moved slowly and people who were not uh, willing to do uh, what what they were told when it comes to allowing actual people to go free uh, weren't always compliant, so it, we, we celebrate Juneteenth because this went is in, it was June of I can't remember what year it was, where everyone, all black people became officially free mm-hmm. and so from time to time we see whether it's not just the video game industry but we see companies do this thing where you know like some people call it pandering um, I don't like to assume why people do what they do but then you get into situations like this and then you do kind of wonder like yeah, this kind of look like pandering, because it kind of mm-hmm. seems like you don't really care about what you're doing, about what you're doing, or make sure that whatever you're doing to celebrate something, you do it with respect. And the, what I'm bringing up here is that 343 Industries, the developer of Halo Infinite, decided to celebrate Juneteenth with a nameplate, and this nameplate. One used African colors, which it's a American holiday. Like I don't know why yeah, you use American African holiday colors.
1: with African colors. Yeah, like
0: so one. That's one the first thing that just doesn't make sense. But when it officially came out, when there was an update, when it first came out, the name of the nameplate was Bonobo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if you're like myself. You probably, and you have, have never heard the story yet, you probably have no clue what Bonobo is. Because I didn't have any clue what Bonobo was. I so didn't it for a while. So I Googled it. What the heck is a Bonobo? Oh. Well, apparently a Bonobo is an endangered great ape.
1: It sure From is. the Congo
0: of Africa. So... I think you can pretty much see where I'm going here. We have a holiday that is celebrating uh, something that was good. Finally, something good happening for African-Americans in this country, historically. And then with knowing that there is racist, there's a racist term to try to create some kind of tie between black people and monkeys You have the name of this nameplate in your game, Bonobo, an ape. Now, probably the quickest update that has ever occurred. (laughs) Right. 343 changed it. And the first change they changed, they changed it to Freedom. And then they did another update the same day. They changed it to Juneteenth. But the damage had been done. Because people had already seen this and people already knew what happened. And, you know, I'm going to speak for myself real quick. I I, I, I definitely want to hear what Forza has to to say about this, how you feel about this. But, like, I know there are racist people in the video game industry, I know there are racist people that work on these video games. I'm not really disappointed because to be disappointed, I would have had an expectation that you were better than this. But I don't know these people. And every time I hear about anything internal going on in these, name a the studio, doesn't matter who the publisher is or who the developer is owned by, whether they're independent, whether they're owned by Sony, whether they're owned by Ubisoft, whether they're owned by Xbox, they all have the same issues. There's always the same demographic of people I'm not going to say you already know what the demographic is that seems to not have any uh, cares for anyone who looks different than them and they let everyone that they work with know that and it wouldn't surprise me at all that this was something that was a joke internally that was supposed to get changed before it went live but whoopsie it didn't and the only thing that I'm truly upset about is the fact that Bonnie Ross and the leadership at 343 attempted to lie to us
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they attempted to downplay what had happened they apologized of course because the offense was made but then they tried to act like it wasn't what we all know it is a bad actor a racist piece of garbage insulting an entire group of people. Instead, they tried to blame it on one of their tool sets. They do have a tool set that's called Bonobo. Apparently, going all the way back to the Bungee days, Mm -hmm. they've had tools that are always named after monkeys for whatever reason. But somehow in the history... A Bungie and 343. After 343 having been in existence for over a decade, at no point has any asset for any game that they've developed ever been named after this tool set. Furthermore, actual developers who don't work at 343 who do work with similar tools say it's impossible for it to have the name Bonobo because if the tool set would have named the asset because they forgot to put a name on the asset and gave it a default name there would have been numbers involved it would have been like Bonobo 1 Bonobo 2 Bonobo 555 it wouldn't have just been Bonobo and they and and I'm genuinely like disgusted that I work in the IT industry. I know what we use. I know what they use, or as their database, as their as their re, uh, re, repository to hold all their assets. In case there's like a catastrophic failure with a server, you can restore everything in your work going on because you have backups of everything. Everyone that works at that studio has their own account, their own login. You can't just make changes and no one knows. When you make changes and it gets put into the system and the build, there's a time and a and, and, and a, a date and a who did it. So they know who did this, but they still want to blame the tool set. Oh, it was just a mistake. Oh, you're just full of it. That's what everyone who's listened to what this, like everyone who actually cares has said. And I see a lot of people out here who are just Halo stands, who are just, hey, let's just act like, hey, they said it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Then how do you know that? Mm-hmm. You can't verify that. They couldn't duplicate the mistake for you. So I, I'm, I'm done ranting forte what, 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 what was your thoughts about this when, when you first realized what happened
1: oh man as soon as i saw it <laughs> i i saw it and i was like there's no way that that just found its way outside of the development uh outside of the development portal and actually into the game named like that it's like First of all, it's like these these developers or these publishers or these big companies at like where we don't know what's going on. It's like I can understand, you know, a failure, a due process. But like you said, like they have a lot of their tools and stuff named after stuff like this, which we don't understand why. But due to everything that's happening in the world you would think that a company as big as 343 attached to an even bigger company the size of microsoft would actually be more and especially when they come out come off to be as conscious and aware of like you know civil rights and the struggle of african americans and stuff that's going on in the world you would think that this is something that was vetted two times a sunday like this this was not going to make it out the door at all in the state that it was right and and the fact that they had to make a major change like it's like they it's like like when they said it was one of their it was a halo content creator that bring it to their attention so i'm just thinking like okay so where's the checks and balances on the information that's released from your company you know it's something like this should never happen and i don't care how much you apologize for it i don't care how much you say this was a mistake this is a mistake that you just cannot afford to do you know especially and we're not even talking about just due to the fact that the game's not in a great place people already- are like looking at the game like this is just terrible the, the, the developers don't know what they're doing with the game and everything you know this doesn't even include any of that stuff this is just on a human rights part of just people don't understand the plight that you are setting for other people it's like why is this even in the game in the first place I understand you want to celebrate you know black excellence and black pride and, and celebrate the fact that African Americans got their freedom, and it's a national American holiday. I understand all of those different things, but it also comes off as a lot of pandering because mm-hmm. <laughs> you because you see a bunch of companies do this every every month around the same time. I guarantee, um, on the nineteenth, you're going to see a lot of corporations change their icons on Twitter, change this. It's going to be a whole bunch of pandering to Pride something you know disability month
0: black history month you know yada 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 you know but 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 meanwhile internally none of the things that you say publicly on your social media is actually being represented inside of your studio it's the the complete opposite you know let's just keep it a buck okay because i'm i'm just just thinking about some of the, the the like what I know it takes to get something out the door, it, it sees multiple eyes before it, it, it actually reaches production, a production product, the, the actual build of the game, the final product. You're either one of two things, or both. you either racist, you're a racist mm-hmm. organization, incompetent, because e- whether you say it's a, it's a mistake or not, you allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. You didn't know or you didn't it, but once your own tool set you named it Bonobo, right? Or Bungie mm-hmm. did. But you use it. You But you don't know what Bonobo is? Ignorance. Two, it's named it's it's put the name on the name for Juneteenth. Why If if did this get past QA? Why did literally no one go well, what does a Bonobo mean? So, well, why, why why do we name this nameplate doesn't, doesn't Wait, Bungie? Does it does Bungie have doesn't... a
1: diversity? Don't they have a diversity officer? I'm not Bungie 343? Three,
0: for three? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. Bungie does oh. now, but I don't I know, know. Bungie
1: three, four, does three. now. Yeah, Bungie yeah. has one now. Which, which is which is who?
0: which is silly because like
1: Wait, which the, is definitely silly because the, if they if they did have one and they still made it through, what is that person doing?
0: Every time I see a company has a diversity officer, it's because it's a reaction. To, to to something that they did that ch- needed what needed to happen is that they needed to be the change in the culture of the company because some kind of sexist racism, whatever happened there, and so usually diversity officers are well they're they're, they're a scapegoat they are a that uh, they're there to to stand in front and take the bullets and say we're changing mm-hmm. are you really changing because. Uh, adding a person who may or may not have any authority whatsoever to get rid of the people who are the problem doesn't really change anything if the culture hasn't changed if the people who are causing this aren't held accountable and that's the big problem here that's the problem i have with 343's response because they don't even acknowledge it was some racist piece of trash who did it they won't even acknowledge it so how do i know you're, you're holding them accountable
1: Oof. man, but it's just you, you,
0: you, you're not holding them accountable because you won't even acknowledge that that, that that there was a that someone actually did this on purpose. You know, but and the, that's the, the, the no, and hold it, hold real quick. The, the correct response to me would have been the apology they gave, and then the what we're gonna do from here on with this. The the correct response to me would have been we apologize with this disgusting display. This is insulting to a large portion of the people who play our games. This is insulting to a significant portion of the American population. That is not what we set out to do. Here going forth, the person who did this has been suspended pending review which is an investigation which is you know the legal way of saying they're fired but we got to do it legally to make sure they, they can't sue us in some kind of way. But they're out of here. That is how you handle it. You get rid of the people who do it. And then you say, going forward, if anything like this even hits QA, the people who did it are going to get fired. You set the tone because culture is set by leadership. What you allow will persist. If you allow people to be racist pieces of trash and name things that are sexist or offensive or racist and, and then expect, oh, we can just change it before it hits it hits live. But isn't that funny? If you send around uh, 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 co- completely inappropriate, unprofessional emails uh, about people, uh, about people's political stances, about the, 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 the president, the way the president looks or whoever, when you do things like that, and nothing happens to the people who do it you're you're it's just you're choosing a side you're choosing to accept it because you know it's not professional you know it doesn't reach your guidelines but if you don't actually enforce your guidelines your guidelines aren't worth anything your rules aren't worth anything and you've chosen your culture and your culture is racism and stupidity My bad for I I cut you off. No, no, you're
1: good. Um, I just like I said, I just think at a certain point this just keeps happening in in just different instances and stuff like that. It's just um a failure to is a failure of understanding. Um these companies know what uh these companies know what we go through on a consistent basis when it comes to systemic racism and stuff in the company in the country today still yeah. you know even with all this stuff even with all of the the advancements that we feel like have happened it's still not enough you know you still got people being killed in you know killed by the hundreds and stuff every day you look up there's another mass shooting or something like that that you have situations where people are still afraid to drive to work and, and get pulled over by the police and feel like they're gonna still make it home to their families and stuff there's just so many different things that show um a point of empathy that needs to be had in these type of scenarios that you would think that we wouldn't even play with a scenario where this happened this could happen to be taken the wrong way because let's be real and if you want to get the benefit of the doubt say this was a mistake if it was a mistake you need you are a multi-million dollar company that literally has the ability to self-correct yourself at any moment you have a trillion dollar company over you that has more assets than anything to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen it's not like you're over i mean i'm not gonna i don't know the situation that's going on at 343 i know they're grinding i know they're doing the things they do to get the game the way they wanted to be and i know they want to just make the greatest game they can but you have so many different avenues to make sure that stuff like this doesn't see through and the fact that you changed it so quickly lets me know that you knew this was wrong now maybe every now everybody at the company isn't being looked at as the bad actor and stuff like that but it's just like slomo like you just said your response isn't good enough like i remember when in when um nascar with the whole bubba watson thing with the noose in his um in his um his garage right and right. i forget i remember that whole thing in the, the dude nascar did not play with that they literally fought and put an investigation out on themselves and they found they said whoever this, whoever did is we find who did this this is what we're going to do there was no sugarcoating it they apologized for everything that happened you know the investigation took place and they acted accordingly and some people still think they didn't even do enough but 343 you didn't even do a quarter of that in this in this situation you just apologized and said oh we're going to change it and take it down and then you changed it to freedom and then you said oh well yo that's not good enough we're going to change it to juneteenth and i'm like okay do you even know what you're doing at this point you know because it's like the message is being it's like i don't want to lose the message along this whole this whole little song and dance that you're doing with the community because let's be for real we're the ones that pay your bills when it comes to the success of your game. And if we don't like what's going on in your game, people are gonna leave. So right now it just feels like you're pondering to keep people pandering. engaged in what yeah. you Yeah, but yeah, have not pay a pandering, not pondering. Yeah, it's like you're keeping you're pandering to the people just to keep them in your game. But guess what? We're tired of this. Cause this is this don't just happen. This happens to us more than anybody else. Yep. And it needs to stop.
0: Yep, and it will continue to keep happening when people continue to keep making excuses and keep letting people off the hook, and not yep. hold the people accountable for the decisions that they make. Um, I, you know, like, like we, we, I think we we've said that 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 multiple times. I'm 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 just gonna I'm gonna come out right here and say it. I don't give a damn about Halo Infinite no more.
1: I just I don't. Stopped. This I is this stopped. is yeah.
0: This is kind of like the last straw for me. Like I've been playing it like. Occasionally, with uh, Enrique, um, uh, Brap, and uh, Game Logic, shout out to them. Um, and we been you know, like they, they play way more than I do, but we, you know I see them online, they hit me up, like, hey, you know, we need a third, you want to come through? You know, I, like, I, I'll play the game. I, 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 it has ceased being because of the lack of content and, and my disappointment with 343, a game that I will make, I, I had in my main multiplayer rotation. A game that I didn't mind playing solo by, by myself. Like, like, like when I when I really feel in the game, I'll play it solo. I don't need to play it with friends. I'll play it by myself. I'll play it with a group, a whole squad, a full, a full stack, whatever, right? But uh Halo Infinite stopped being that for me when the, the content um dried up and then when they can't started a new season with, with even less content than we expected, I was like, you know what it will be it will be a sometimesy game it'll stay installed for the times where people want to play play with me and I'll play with them I'll, and cuz I can still have a good time that way i can't see myself playing this game right now because i don't respect anybody that works at the studio not after this after this no i there's zero respect whatsoever for the for the, the piece of trash that did with, with the, the racist thing they did with the name, for the incompetent people who allowed it to be viewed by us.
1: Yep. Should have never made it to us.
0: Should've never made it to us. From top to bottom, the incomp the 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 lack of of professionalism the ignorance, the incompetence of everyone involved—I'm sick and tired of them. So I'm done. I'm just not playing Halo Infinite no more. I'm, I'm not playing. I, I really, until there's a massive changes at 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 343, three, I don't really care to play anything they make anymore. hmm So I don't know you, Forte. I mean, that's just how I feel at the moment. I, I've, I've already, I've already uninstalled the game. Like this gameplay is from like
1: except from like weeks ago yeah this <laughs> is like, gameplay over a
0: month old so it's, you know uh, it's
1: i'm with you man i mean and like i said it's unfortunate i i stopped playing a game for the first thing you talked about is the the content drop and stuff i played it initially it was like okay this ain't it still enough for me to do it and and like you said halo is one of those games that i can jump in and play by myself i don't need to be playing with anybody to enjoy the game there's just nothing there but then when you compound that with this now it just seems like it just seems like a roller coaster ride that i don't want to be on anymore at all. It's like it's nothing, there's nothing tangible there for you to even care about where this game is right now. And of course that could definitely change in the future because content rules all, but there needs to be a lot of stuff that needs to change at the at the leadership level at that company, and we've to, been saying that for years. Yeah, well, it, well this is just another reason of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you know there's department heads like whoever is the department head of of uh overall of just the battle pass or just the overall seasonal offerings and stuff this was this was a miss this is something that had to be approved in order to be pushed out and the fact that it was pushed out in the state that it was pushed out not just in a state of just gameplay but just for something that a majority of people that play your game that are the minority, they get a chance to see this and it just reminds them of everything that's wrong with this world. Like, why is it, why is it fashionable for that to be something that we could turn on our Xbox, log into a video game, which is supposed to be your great escape from all of the other crap that's going on in the world. Why do I log into your game and see that? Now, granted that could have been a mistake, but we can't take what you're saying. It's not saying a mistake. Face- That's what I'm saying. We can't take no, that I, as it, a face it's, value it's,
0: mistake. It's, they lied to us. It, it, it's exactly. Just like, I don't even want to like like try to, to You don't even want
1: to even try to even figure give, out give like it the, give give yeah. the, give
0: them the benefit of the doubt that it might have been a mistake. I, there are there are enough. I know enough developers at this point, yeah. and I'm not bragging or anything. I'm just saying I've spoken to people since this incident has come out who are former developers and they say this that was not a mistake
1: that was a mistake it's, that the only mistake
0: through. is that it, it was it was seen by us yep. that's the only mistake that we saw it but when it was put in the game it was intentionally manually put in the game this nonsense that 343 is putting out where they're saying Oh, it was it was a mistake. It was an error. It was just, you know, a a, a really unfortunate coincidence. Yes. No way. We try to be like very polite here and and keep the the curse words out. But like when you you're being that disrespectful to me, I kind of want to say some things to you that 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 I wouldn't I would have to put earmuffs on my kids um, ears before I did it. You know, just because. I'm not feeling the disrespect. So, I'm done with the game. day sounds like you're done with the game. I'm, I'm really, at this point, done with 343 three until I see some massive changes there. And and, and, and if there's anyone, although I, I, I doubt anyone there is listening or anyone in leadership is listening to this, you need major changes with this studio. Like, I think you know this by now. But, like, in case you need a further reminder, you need major changes at this studio. And this is yet another example of why let's go ahead and move on man since we were running a bit late uh with you know the technical issues and whatnot
1: well the last thing I do want to say on it is anybody anybody that wants to celebrate holidays and stuff like this national holidays or federal holidays and stuff like this remember all black people are not from Africa why the? why do we have to have like i understand that that's kind of the branding that a lot of people want to have with the african flag or the african colors and stuff but we don't have to that don't have to be a thing it's like like i said that's the whole pondering side of it i feel i just feel like let's just do better because I understand that it's good for business to make it look like that you actually care about the stuff that's going on in the in a diverse environment and in a diverse world because guess what these diverse people buy your product. You know, Michael Jordan made a really made a crazy statement that a lot of people were mad him about where he said Republicans buy sneakers too. But at least the man was up straight, he was he he was upfront about it. Let's be for real. I just want I just want these companies to just do what you do you ain't got to you ain't got to pander to us just make it so we are our voices are heard make sure that the people that work for you because there are people that work at these companies of minority and of color make sure those people are taken care of and just make sure stuff like this doesn't happen at your place because That's the stuff that hurts us the most Because we work for you We work in these environments And we see this type of stuff And it comes off to us as very disingenuous To the things that you always keep saying Year after year after year And we hear the same thing every year But then we have this same issue pop up. may not be this company Maybe a different company But you would think that all of these companies Would kind of see through the See through the trees and say We gotta stop doing this So let's just do better. That's all I want to say. You
0: know what the sad thing is? And I'm going to say this one thing, that we can move on. Instead of actually fixing the culture in their studio so that, like, you wouldn't even have to deal with this on the QA side of someone doing something like that, they'll probably just stop even doing the the things like a gym Teens nameplate. Yes, just stop it. <laughs> but no, but, but, but see that's like that's not changing the culture in your studio. You no, not. you still got people out here naming stuff racist and in, in, in um and in, in development only, you know, because hey, look, we're going to change it to, to something that's that's that that's, you know, uh, acceptable before it goes out and that that's known within the studio and they think it's fine. You're still gonna have that kind of culture. They're just gonna right. stop doing things that might expose the kind of, the kind of people that they are. So instead of celebrating Juneteenth, you're just gonna see no one celebrating Juneteenth anymore. Not because they they they, they you know they don't want to look as, pan- as 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 people who are pandering, but because they don't want to get exposed for the kind of culture exposed. that they have. And, and that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's true. Um That's true. moving on. Let's move on. Uh Capcom. Capcom had a really uh interesting showcase. When I say interesting, I mean it as in like it wasn't really all that interesting at all. It was asked kind of forward. <laughs> I was gonna ask you what was interesting about <laughs> that <this> showcase. <laughs> it, it, it was it was not a good showcase. But uh I, there's about two things that popped up out of that showcase that are worthwhile or worth worth uh discussing. Um one is that uh um, there's going to be... Well, actually, this actually didn't happen in the showcase. This was announced a little bit earlier today. There's going to be a Dragon's Dogma 2. And it's going to be mm. running on the RE engine, which is freaking beautiful. This is, you're looking at the stream, You're looking at the RE engine right now from um, some of my... This is actually footage from my review of Resident Evil 3 Remake. I was going to reinstall the game just to do some footage for... Uh, 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 for the stream because, uh, but I just didn't have the time. Um, uh, but I definitely wanted to do that. I probably will um reinstall one of the, the the Resident Evil games that I own. I have Resident Evil 2 remake which I haven't finished. Um, I have Re 3 remake which I really enjoy. I have Village. I don't have Seven. But the reason why um, uh, the one good thing, the one interesting thing I thought uh they that that was there from their showcase was they're doing a free update for Resident Evil 7 Resident Evil 2 Remake and Resident Evil 3 Remake this free update will be coming to Playstation to Xbox and will also be coming as a free update to PC because a lot of these features that are in the update were not even present in the PC version of the game at launch and so what you're probably asking like, well, you know, what exactly is in the update? Well, this is what this is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get ray tracing. Um, you're gonna it, it, actually I, you know what if, before I had to reboot my computer, I had the, the, the thing up saying everything that was gonna be available. Give me a second. I'm but, um, your time, man. um you you're gonna get um, features that weren't even in the PC version at the launch of the game, which is which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, and if you own the own the game already, you're going to be able to just like just download it for free. Now there is something about PlayStation. I think if you got Resident Evil Seven through the PS Plus. Uh, Service you won't, be able to, you won't be able to get the free update. You won't be able to get the free update. You're gonna have that's to consistent. spend money to get the PS five version in order to get the free update.
1: Which yeah, is... that's consistent with what they did with Final Fantasy and a lot of other games that were that had updates for PS4 version of PS5. Yeah. Um I
0: can't find all the everything that's uh that's gonna be available in it, but I do know that like uh on the PC side of things, you're gonna get ray tracing um which is awesome um and that's what I wanted to see but I, and I probably would end up uh you know playing around with it uh at some point and and seeing how it looks but uh Forte uh you know I don't know, you are you a Resident Evil fan
1: I am um I, I I stopped really playing it when after what six six was kind of the down spiral for me I was like this is trash uh, okay. 7 was oh, really, hold on, really Real quick, good. Blade
0: X is 120 frames per second mode on consoles um yep. I, I that's probably is going to have a uh, probably a 1080p resolution in order to help achieve that which is fine if you want if you have a a TV that's capable of, of showing you 120 frames per second um you I, I think that's a decent trade off at 1080p um but uh you know, of course, out here on uh, <laughs> on PC, we can do both. But my o bad, PC, go ahead, and continue. On
1: PC, you ain't got to worry about nothing like that.
0: Right, right. But
1: um, but no, I think it's really, really cool um, getting a chance to play those older games and get a um, better frame rate, um, just better overall, everything. That's one thing I always loved about Next Gen, that we could actually get the ability to play Uh, A lot of the games that we probably either missed because you gotta remember a lot of people didn't play some of these games like a lot of people probably didn't play past Resident Evil 4 they haven't ever played five or six or seven so uh, This would be a really really good chance for people to get caught up and get a chance to play some of these games that they missed Um, But as always we're just getting closer and closer to PC becoming the most dominant console because uh, Now we're starting to see why people Yeah, yeah platform Now you're starting to see why people in like for how long people really enjoy these type of updates and stuff because this is something that's been inherent to the pc platform forever Uh, i see people out there celebrating the fact that now consoles can do it which is a great thing but we could have been doing this for a long time if you were on another platform on another console or another platform but um to each his own but in general this is a really really good move I really really like it Uh, it's gonna get me I'm definitely looking forward to Resident Evil uh, 7 the uh, remake for that that's gonna be the one that I'm definitely wanting to dive into but uh, being able to play those older ones to get the updates to those that's really cool cuz I didn't know if we were gonna get them and it looks like they're you know I guess it's a kind of like a celebration Mm-hmm. of them announcing seven and the fact that you know eight did really really well they got a vr version of eight coming out at the um maybe at the end of the year if the VR 2 gets announced so this is going to be a really good year for capcom when it comes to that it's going to get people and, and think about how the best way to sell your new stuff is to get people playing your old stuff and especially if you can enhance it and make it even more enjoyable for people, now people are gonna jump into that new game. like, oh, let me try out with the new Resident Evil. Let me try out seven. Let me try out eight. Oh, you know what? There's a VR version coming. Let me pick up the PSVR and I can get another double dip and get it over there. Or maybe you wanna just play on PC and stuff like that. So this is just to be, this is just a means to an end to get people playing Resident Evil games again because they have a new one coming out. And that's a great move by, um, by Capcom to use their old IPs to do that
0: uh, yeah uh, shout out to Blade Axe in the chat he says it. Uh, I don't know if uh, his C1 is telling him the resolution or not but he said it looks like 1440p at 120 uh, frames per second um, I mean I, that wouldn't shock me if that's possible if they put the settings down to like say uh, low medium settings um, and kept the resolution at 1440p I played the, the gameplay you're seeing on screen right now is is really really old. I did a review of re3 remake when it first uh, came out and um, uh, let me actually skip that because I don't want to get copyright strike from uh, the, <laughs> that trailer like I did before um, but uh um I remember when I was running my frame rate counter. Um, and, I, and back then, I had uh, my GPU on my PC was a 2070 Super, which is I say probably a little bit. It's it's a 2070 Super is on par with Xbox Series X. So, with that said, I played this game. I was over a hundred frames per second for the entirety of of my playthrough at 1440p. Um, and and. Probably high the ultra a mix of high and ultra settings. So more than likely, uh, the 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 consoles are going to be able to play at 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 about that same that same clip. So I think 4040 p probably would be possible. Definitely with 1080p because the RE engine it looks great, but it also performs great, and that's probably the best part. What I I like about it is that everything that I've played in the RE engine has has played extremely well on my hardware so I, I think and it looks great so I, I think that's the probably one of the better engines out there in the gaming industry so um this is cool this is cool i'm glad copcom did this and you know i wish uh i wish the showcase had a little bit more to show than just you know giving us some cool updates for free <laughs> um and like i said i might reinstall this maybe i make it on lunchtime with slow-mo you guys see me running around um with no ammo uh, throwing th- throwing uh, um, bricks at at zombies or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we can move on to next topic here. Something that I have uh, really really excited to talk about. Um, we had a uh, Square Enix showcase today, which yes, was did. a celebration of Final Fantasy sevens. How many years is
1: it? 25. 25 years.
0: Final Fantasy 7, 25 yeah, years. 25
1: years, came in in 1997.
0: And so it was a, it was a really short showcase. It wasn't very long at all. I think probably about 15, 20 minutes at the most. But we got three, uh, yeah, about three updates here. First update was Final Fantasy 7 Remake is coming to steam and is available right now on steam and you can go ahead and, and and pre pre uh pre-order it and preload it immediately shout out to bunty um shout out to bunty for becoming a Tempest center shout out to you sir uh thank you for becoming a member and since we talk about that let's go ahead and just hey if you haven't become a member yet don't be like the other 90%. Be like the 10%ers. All <laughs> right. Here. Come out, come become a member. We really appreciate uh you doing that if you decide to do that. If you decide to decide to uh support us in that way. And um um again, thank you, Bunty. Uh hit hit the 10 percent uh membership. Um and if anyone else wants to join, please, please come
1: do so. But uh you have any other? we have anybody else on the mid maxer so we can get you playing can, something can, can, you don't want
0: to play. Can, you, can we get back to what we're talking about? I don't want to talk about <laughs> that right now. So, look, um, yeah, to so let still protocol, y'all. No, no, no. So, uh, tomorrow you'll be able to play Final Fantasy VII Remake on Steam. Yes, hopefully. And matter of fact, let me say that better it's Final Fantasy VII, Remake Integrate, which has the Intermission DLC that features Yuffie. That is is, is, what's a, is what is the version that's available. Now, hopefully, it's a better performing version uh, than it is the, the Epic Game Store version. The Epic Game Store port for Final Fantasy VII Remake is one of the worst ports I've ever experienced on PC.
1: That bad, huh? Dude, it... For, better i'll play it on playstation What you saying? Mm, i wouldn't go that far but okay So because there was
0: mods that came out with like within a, a two weeks that fixed a lot of the issues that made it a worthwhile experience i played the game at like 120 uh, frames per second and 1440p at ultra settings for like the, the entirety of it the problem was is like they launched it in Epic Game Store as a DX12 game. Oh. But it didn't have any features for DX12. Like, if you're gonna have DX12, we expect you to have like DLSS, we expect you to have uh, uh ray tracing, stuff like that. They had none of those things, so it was just like, why is this a you might as well make it a dx 11 And in DX11, it ran flawlessly. So you had a DX11 version of the game, but you forced the DX12 version that wasn't good. Every time during the cutscene, like they would change like uh, scenes or change the, the camera, there would be a stutter, like a micro stutter. Every time an animation would begin, there'd be like a micro stutter. The frame pacing was all over the place. It was terrible. So I'm hoping that the Steam version isn't that bad. I hope that they've learned their lesson at some point, but I don't know. It's Square Enix. They seem to to think that like they can just charge you $70 for trash for yeah. trash ports and expect you to just spend your money on it, which is ridiculous. By the way, and yes, uh, because it's going to be in Steam, um, Five Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate is now available on Steam Deck, which I'm not getting it on. I mean, I have it on Epic Games Store, but that would be pretty cool to be able to play that game on my Steam Deck. Shout out to Homie Juan, Can- I like that name. Homie, Homie Juan, Juan Kenobi. Kenobi. That, that's a that's a that's a good name. I like that. The five dollars super chests. Appreciate the show, fellas. Homie Juan, we appreciate you, sir. Um I
1: really I really appreciate that super chat, especially after the Kenobi last show was actually really good.
0: I, I have still haven't seen it yet. So i oh, I need, I need you to
1: go watch that, man. I'm
0: I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch it. Let's get to the other so, okay before we get to the next thing. What do you think about um uh, Fantasy VII remake integrate going to Steam? Have you haven't got it on PC
1: at all, right? No. I played that thing on PlayStation. I, I might get it on Steam. Um the biggest thing is the reason I haven't bought it on Steam because I'm I'm hoping, especially with the reveal that we're going to talk about later on, I'm hoping they do a pack where it comes with both, and then I will pick it up on Steam at that point.
0: Well, no, in a, well, integrate means okay. So no, like, no,
1: no I'm, no. I'm talking about when I'm talking about next year.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Year but we'll 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 get, we'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll, saying, we'll get to that. We'll. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that
1: that before I do it.
0: OK, gotcha. All right. So let's before we get to that, let's talk about the other thing they announced. The other thing they announced is a remaster of Crisis Core, which is the game that came out on PSP PSP that focused on Zack from Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 7. And, you know, I've never played Crisis Core because I never had a PSP and I could have emulated the game, but I just, you know, I didn't. But this is perfect for me. Not only have they, uh, or they're bringing a uh, remastered back and kind of cleaning it up, making it look a little bit nicer, but they're also changing the gameplay so that it's very similar to how the combat is in Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is great combat, which I'm hyped for. So that is definitely the, uh, the um, version I'm definitely going to get because I can't wait to play that. And it's available on everything. It's going to be available on PlayStation, Xbox, I think Switch, as well as Epic Game Store. So I'm definitely playing that. Are you playing that, Forte?
1: Oh, absolutely, man! Crisis Core was uh, incredible. On well, the you, PS- you played it before? Yeah, I played Crisis Core. I played yeah. That but that was like the reason I bought my well, one of the reasons I bought my PSP outside of Hot Shots Golf. You know that was that was cool too. But um... Mm-hmm. I'm definitely uh, picking that up when I saw it I was like oh man we get to play as Zach it's gonna be really really cool and uh I really like the um the updates they did to the game with the overall remake of it, it looks really really good looks really clean mm-hmm. uh I can see miles moving now which is uh something we didn't see back <laughs> back then that was really really cool and I remember when I first saw it I was like man look that's the buster story and then when they They started panning the camera. I said, "Oh, that's Zach." I said, "We getting a crisis core," you know. that was really cool. I mean, shout out to the snitch, you know, putting out the putting that out early and stuff. But he is still perfect. No, he's perfect. Perfect. He has
0: never been wrong on any of his leaks. Like that's how that look for, for all these fake leakers out here. All you fake. Insiders think you claim you guys. Oh, I got so many sources say something big's about to happen any day now. That's not a leak. You just want attention. Yeah. You ain't an insider. The snitch is an insider. That guy, everything that he says comes true. Everything. Because it's real. Because he has real connections. Shout out to him. I know that some people who don't like having this stuff get ruined. I would say recommend block or mute the snitch so that you don't see a get things surprises ruined, if you want to be the kind of person that sees it as it occurs during a show, showcase, or whatever. I'm the kind of person that's like, hey, no, man, go ahead and tell me the ending. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and tell me the ending to the story. I'm good, I'm good. I want to know what's happening. I want to know I want to know what's what's going on. So I appreciate the snitch. At least I do. Um, I yeah, like I said, I'm getting Crisis Core. Probably gonna get it on PC, um, just so that uh, I can play it or whatever. You know, like setting a frame where I want to play it at. But let's let's get to the big thing. Let's, oh let's, yeah. Let's get to the to the to the, the, the big the big announcement. We now have had the very first trailer. Of the part two for Final Fantasy 7 remake, which is now called Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, and they showed us a trailer, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. it, it, it looks like, uh, definitely we're going to get that flashback at, 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 at Neville Helm, where the hometown of Cloud and Tifa, where when, when Sephiroth when was there in the original game. Um, a lot of stuff went down. We got that first flashback that was a little off. <laughs> there wasn't exactly uh, there wasn't exactly uh, the the full story, the accurate story. And then later on, got like a the flashback that actually uh, was the truth. Um, but like everything about like Sephiroth's upbringing and all that stuff, like you you see Cloud and Sephiroth walking together there, um, which I think that's the I think that that's what it was showing. Um, and you see some... Like, you hear some cloud having a conversation with Aerith, and it seems like Aerith's kind of coming to terms with the fact that she wasn't really supposed to live in the other timeline. So, it's like... It's basically... If you look at some of the comments they came out with, they said that this game, if you didn't play any other Final Fantasy game, you could pick up this game and be just fine. There really are... I don't get that part. Oh, but I, I
1: mean, I get it,
0: but... I mean well you never finished the game right
1: no, no, no I, I finished it but no they they changed like the <laughs> they they retro changed the end of, the, of that game well so it's a it's a
0: sequel and not really a remake it's yeah, a, yeah. because what exactly. they did was they broke fate and yeah. what they when they broke fate they actually uh changed their hit their their uh what was supposed to happen so as soon as they left Midgard, everything that we know of from Final Fantasy, from the original game, it did occur. It did happen. It kind of just happened in a different timeline, right? And now we're now have cre- they've created a new timeline, um, and so now hey, baby Sephiroth, you know, accomplishes his goals. You know, maybe Aerith lives. Maybe other people who previously lived die. We don't know. And so yeah. now it's charting in new territory, which I'm really excited for, because old school fans as well as the new players now are all on the same ground. You know, we're all we're all at the same starting point. Now, not you know, you may have some some context clues and history and, and know some things you know about these characters, but you don't know what's really going to happen. I think that's amazing. For say, what do you think about all this stuff?
1: i think it's really really cool uh the trailer i, I just like listening to the conversation from cloud and Aerof having and just the ominous of sitting there like oh man this she's like i'm you know i'm dead and then all it was just so eerie and then watching him and Sephiroth walk up to the cliff overlooking the uh looking over the uh horizon i was just like yo this it's like you really don't know what to expect in this game because like you said they broke fate in the first one so what what direction are we truly going in and i feel like this is probably honestly in my opinion up until this point one of the best remakes you could possibly do for a game because you're staying semi-loyal to the original game but you're adding you're adding more context and more stuff to it that's kind of changing it and making it making it new for people that already played the game plus people that never experienced the game they're getting something completely different than what we got back in
0: 1997
1: yeah so i i am I am beyond excited as soon as i saw that trailer, and i remember i was talking to you earlier today i was like man i don't know when we gonna get final fantasy part seven remake part two and mm-hmm. then they announced it literally you sent the tweet and i was like oh okay but yeah just listening to the conversation you know eris my bae I, I love her so much Um, uh, just listening to that conversation her and cloud were having as her, him and Sephiroth was just walking and all you see is just the just suffer on just the back of him just walking up this hillside i was like man it's it's just so epic man and, it, and the only thing that sucks is it doesn't come out till the end of next year
0: <laughs> right right which um kind of makes me think that all right so all right a couple of things one this is going only on and, and you saw in the trailer it's only on ps5 so it's only on the playstation 5 yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm gonna have a question for you Forte in regards mm-hmm. to Xbox. We're we'll all finished talking about this, but uh, what, what this basically says is that even on PC, the PC version is going to come later. Um, yes. this also means that Square Enix is going to drop two Final Fantasy games well, at least two Final Fantasy games next year that's Final Fantasy 16 and Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, which. Yep. They've also confirmed this is this will be a trilogy. The third game will end it, but they haven't got the they, they won't reveal. They know they have the name of the third game. They haven't revealed it yet. Right now, um, Gregor says they said winter, not December. This is true. They did say winter, so that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be December. It could actually end up being like January twenty twenty four. You know, because that technically would be next winter, so that that's true. But th- it, it is good to see that like both of those titles are coming within a very short period of time, Um but only on PlayStation. For yeah. sure, we discussed this last week with Gaming Act. Shout out to Gaming Add. Yeah, shout and, and I think we were all in agreement that if we did not get an announcement at the Xbox Bethesda showcase. A Final Fantasy Seven remake going to Xbox. It ain't coming. We didn't get that. Are you still of the mind that it ain't coming?
1: It, it ain't coming until this host until the whole all three games are out.
0: Do you think it, that like three years from now oh, <laughs> no, it seems not like three
1: years, not even three years from now. I think I think Sony has the exclusivity on it for all three games and I think it's probably going to be even a year after that and then you'll see it come as a collection because you know what they're going to do. <clears throat> they're going to sell the game independent of they're going to sell all the games independently mm-hmm. then they're going to have a master collection um, collector's edition that has all of them in it and when they do that, that's when you'll see it come to Xbox. Mm-hmm. But until that happens It's going to be PlayStation only Because I do think that at a certain point it's much... Now could they keep it I mean it's always been a PlayStation title When it comes to Final Fantasy 7 So could they just keep it to its roots And keep it PS4 Be PS5 only yeah absolutely can but here's, the, here's
0: and, the deal though like there have been people out here I can't remember if it was Jeff Grubb or someone else that said it and, and, and Jeff if you're listening I'm sorry if I'm misquoting you but there have been people out there who have said they've seen the contract and they know for a fact the contract that Sony had with uh, with, with Square Enix for Final Fantasy VII Remake was only for a year but once the contract was up right. or what maybe they renewed it maybe they didn't but once the contract is up the game's not out on Xbox, but it is out on PC. Which PlayStation is 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 chill with PC. They love PC. You about oh, to yeah, la- have a new. launcher on PC, so for them, yeah. it's like, yeah, go ahead, put it on PC. We don't give a crap. Now maybe they did renew that license, but I mean, I'm sorry, that contract for exclusive, uh, to keep it exclusive. But who knows, right? I think that Crisis Core going. Remaster going to Xbox might be kind of like, you know, saying, hey, look. You think that's an
1: olive branch? A little bit. That's the worst olive branch you could ever get. It it is,
0: absolutely. (laughs) But at the same time, if that gets gobbled up by the Xbox community, if it sells well on Xbox, I can see potentially Square going, let's go ahead and put the first one out. Ooh. On Xbox, so I had a
1: co- I had a conversation with Addict earlier today because I mm-hmm. when I saw it I talked to him and the first thing that he said is this is some BS mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. supporting this he's I'm not su- he said I'm not supporting <laughs> this is his words I am not supporting a a p I'm not supporting Xbox just getting a PSP remake <laughs> of a game when when the when the main course is on PlayStation Five. And they're not giving us any reason <laughs> on why Final Fantasy VII um, Part One isn't coming to Xbox. <laughs> he said this is he, his word like, and, and I agree with him to an extent. His why, words, why? What, what else? His words. His why words, are you
0: you torturing listen, yourself?
1: Oh, I'm not torturing myself. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna end. I already bought it on PS5 once, so I, I'm gonna do it again. About to I, say, just man, I, just I just said I agree. I just said I agree I just said I agree with him. But it doesn't mean I'm going to actually do that. But the biggest thing is his thought price was the fact that this is. And I brought up the whole, you know, Bethesda thing with Xbox taking away, you know, Starfield and Bethesda games. And I bring that as a kind of argument to what he was saying. He was like, well, that's he said, well, don't be mad at the person that uh bought the company be mad at the person that sold the company so he said i'm not mad at sony i'm not mad at sony for doing anything he's mad at square Square enix (laughs) for making a deal with sony to make this game exclusive to their platform he said at this point why won't you he said at this point why won't they just be owned by sony at this point you know
0: what (laughs) let, let, let me say this let me say this right if Xbox did better last generation, it wouldn't you be so would be easy an... for Sony yeah. to get time exclusives That's true. Because when your games barely sell on that platform, it's easy for Sony to say, yo, well, what are your estimated numbers for this game on that platform? What is it? Oh, just that's it? That's it? Okay, All how right. about this? We're going to give you that plus 5%. Mm-hmm it's time to sluice for us for two years. Bet? Bet. Sounds good. Now, as Xbox Series consoles sell better, potentially, the higher the actual hardware sales, potentially, the higher the actual software sales, potentially, Mm -hmm. it's going to get harder for Sony to be able to make those time exclusive deals so because then now publishers is like well look look this is what we look they got they they only five million consoles behind you so we estimate the sales are gonna be this and then at some point someone's gonna look at that number and be like hmm I don't know we can make good with that so I'm sorry um don't be mad at Sony don't be mm-hmm. mad at Square Enix. Be mad at Microsoft for performing so poorly, they allowed the market to be like this. They yeah, allowed their true. competition to be able to like basically throw money at publishers or developers to get stuff time exclusive because your platform did so poorly that you didn't, you they know you're not gonna sell enough to make up for it. So that's that's on Microsoft. That's where I think you should be angry at. You know, if you're gonna be angry at somebody. Shout out to Rob the Don 202 for another $5 super chat. Rob says, I really think Sony is going to buy Square before Five Fifty Seven comes to the Xbox. You know what? Rob, that's probably a really high likelihood. I mean, they, they are very much, you know, in bed with one another. Uh, you know, all, I, I think at some point, someone's going to put a ring on it. You know, stop. Stop, you know. Treat that woman right, you know. <laughs> treat Square Enix right. If if, if they're going to be a first party for you, but actually, just, just make them a first party already, you know. Now, that thing, what do you think about that? What do, you, what do you think about my assertion that, like, this is Microsoft's fault?
1: Oh, it's definitely Microsoft's fault because this is the reason... Bethesda had deals with Deathloop, same thing with Ghostwire Tokyo, same thing that happened with the original Final Fantasy game, what happened with any other third party game that PlayStation was able to get on their platform when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, another reason why it was so easy for Marvel to make the decision to go with Sony and make that because they had studios on top, the fact that they had studios, but also the fact that they were the market leaders so it was easier for them to do stuff like that too when you're the market leader you can kind of get away with a lot of more things and then you got more and then when they look at the number there's like man they could just sell way more systems and stuff over there so that means more patrons get a chance to play our games but in general it just ultimately comes down to this isn't going to change And i like what um i like what he just said in the super chat about (laughs) sony probably is going to end up purchasing them well before final fantasy 7 rebirth even comes out and i do think there is uh, a lot of a lot of fire to that smoke that's going to probably happen in like the next year or so and maybe that's another reason why final fantasy still hasn't come the remake hasn't come over the place over to they're just
0: they're just working on the like like uh, a acquisition of that size uh would take a while the way the bethesda one took a while right so like maybe
1: sony hasn't microsoft has went a completely different route when it comes to their intent and telling people about purchases where sony on the other hand doesn't even talk about an acquisition for the most part until it's done i think the only one they did that with was bungie because cuz just the sheer amount of money it was
0: but but this would be more than bungee This
1: would be more money this that's would be at least so.
0: double what Bungie costs now uh, would they, that's
1: the question would they have to announce that publicly that they're doing it or can that be something that's done on the back end no they they, can, they have to announce especially when these these, these, it, yeah. these companies
0: are publicly traded you can't like hide that you have to announce it you have to announce it um, yeah so. um, that, but but that said like i think um the the Square Enix selling all of their Western developers and the IP for like a super discount to embrace a group kind of shows like they were trying to get rid of unfavorable assets as quickly as possible. You could see potentially that Sony just, you know, not saying like Crystal Dynamics and and Idol's Montreal are bad developers. They're absolutely not. But for what Crystal Dynamics did with Tomb Raider. It's very similar to what Naughty Doll has with Uncharted. Sony has no, no like like use for those IPs or those developers. So it would make sense that they would kind of like cut some fat, get a little lean. You know, they they've been working on their body. You know, got that summer body. They, they, they attract that man to, to attract that 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 Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um I did want to kind of move on because we kind of like we kind of running behind. Um, but hey, look, Xbox guys, I'm gonna tell you why I always tell everybody when it comes to you know wanting games that you want. There's no use in crying on social media about it. There's no use in claiming X, X you know, publisher is horrible. Go buy the platform that it's on and enjoy the game. And if you already have the platform and so on, you really got nothing to complain about it at all. Just buy it there.
1: Point blank, period. Now, um, speak, speaking of which, before you move on, uh, shout out to the Golden State Warriors being up 14 points with 6 minutes and 58 seconds left and get ready to win this NBA chip.
0: Shout out to them. Another, shout another, out to the warriors championship under the belt steph curry definitely hall of fame he about to right
1: win here. he he gonna win in league he gonna win finals mvp he gonna book in that um that first championship and then two with uh what two with Durant and then one without another one without Durant. oh boy it's about to get nice out here yeah. shout out to them though man if they win this today all
0: right um xbox but that's a showcase <laughs> We, we we did we did it live and then we kinda talked about it after the fact. Well immediately after it was over. Now we're about a good four days removed from the showcase. I wanted to kinda go through the games one by one. Um not go like super deep with everything, but kinda just okay. go through what our thoughts were with those games. Um and uh then we could kinda talk about what we felt about that show overall. So um <laughs> Uh, um, if I recall correctly, you gave the show a seven
1: and a half. No, nope, nope. I gave it. A, I gave it. Uh, so I gave it a viewing, a viewing pleasure. Like actually, the setup of the show itself, like just viewing it, a eight. But when it came to like games that I was interested in playing, because most of those games I wasn't into, I mm-hmm. gave it a six on that regard. Okay.
0: Um, I gave it a seven and a half. And and as far as after recording all of the trailers of everything that they showed after uh, all it's all said and done and seeing things again and seeing like, I, I definitely can, t- can tell when I started to lose interest in the show, when I started to get frustrated with what they were showing or not showing. Um, right. It's still a 7.5 to me. I think it, it, it was a good show, but unfortunately no wow moments for me. No games yeah. that are like you gotta you gotta play this game. It, no system seller kind of games. No games that really are on par with like the first party games of their competition. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. first one they did show though they 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 started to the show with Redfall gameplay. Now this is actually one of the games that I'm interested in playing, and for the validation of the fact that I told y'all this was Borderlands with vampires, and people kept saying Left 4 Lef Dead. In Left 4 Dead, you can't play solo, okay? <laughs> right. And in, in Borderlands, you have skill trees. You don't have skill trees in Left 4 Dead. In Borderlands, you get loot for guns, it, and you don't get that in Left 4 Dead. It's not freaking Left 4 Dead. Now that said, the person playing the game in the gameplay trailer—oh, crash! Don't ever let them play a first-person shooter ever again. I mean, shooting all around the vampire—I'm just like, what the heck? Blake, uh,
1: Blake with a shotgun.
0: Yeah, with a shotgun, no less. And then the vampires—I kind of wonder if they like put them on like extra stupid difficulty just to kind of make it like easier for this person who can't play first person shooters to uh to play the game I think they sh- should have just got a better person to do it that said um and despite the fact that they don't have co-op progression for everyone that's not the host I'm still interested in playing this game because these are the kind of games I'm into uh I'm into looters I'm into uh I'm into games that uh or, or in that vein of Borderlands. And I'm actually about to get into Borderlands 2 on PC real soon and build up another character. That's just how much I love that game. It's one of my favorites of all time. So I'm only on this game. Forse, hey, what about you?
1: Um, when I saw it, the first time I saw it, I was like, we did the stream together and we were talking about the Borderlands comparisons. The one thing I really like is the fact that they're not following that template with the cell, well, shell. the cell cell shaded technology that they were using i feel like that's kind of been overdone a lot and it's nice to see that this type of game with that type of gameplay is being implemented i like the overall humor that the characters have the banter that they probably have in uh and this is what us basically just assuming that that banter is going to be kind of persistent throughout the characters as they're playing the game too mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that that still stays part of it because that's kind of keeps it more light and hearted and stuff so I like that. I like the powers. I like the fact that they have individual. They uh, every last one of them have their own power sets and their overall viability to the gameplay itself. Uh, that looked really really cool. Uh, some of those um, player models, mm, mm, I don't know, man. They they didn't look all that good. You mean but the enemy models? No, but, the characters themselves.
0: Oh, so you you don't you don't think they're very uh, unique or descriptive?
1: Uh. So no, it seems like Layla's
0: no. like the the uh, the star, and then the yeah, rest exact, of them yeah. are just kind of there. They fit the format of Borderlands characters, like they got the one guy, the Hispanic dude who has a bird, has a bird. and he's a sniper. I mean, like that's yeah. Mordecai from that's Borderlands Mordecai One.
1: <laughs>
0: they got the girl who's like a soldier, like all right, so she's Roland slash Axel from you know Borderlands One and Two. You know, it just seems like and Layla is a siren. It just seems like they hit like all these character archetypes pretty well. But like, oh, the motion blur is killing me. I can't keep looking at. It. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah. um, it, it's look, look. I, I don't want to harp on it too, for too long. I'm still, it's still a game I'm interested in playing. I'm, oh, I'm and, definitely
1: playing the game. I yeah. think it's a really, really cool game. I like the direction it's going. It's going to be a really cool four player co op game. Uh, the fact that we finally got a chance to see it. I'm definitely looking forward to when it does release at the beginning of the year. And um and even if this game wasn't in game pass, and, and I try to tell people this all the time, that was a game I was gonna be interested in after seeing it, even if it wasn't in game pass. I just wanted to see what the game was about. And um, I always tell people don't when you see these CGI trailers, don't think that the game's gonna look like that. Cause I remember during that stream, me and you both said this game ain't gonna look like this. Right. And guess right. what? It didn't look like that. So but, but then
0: it also looks better then the not then the then the, yeah. the alpha footage we saw the people trying to say oh, this is what it's gonna yeah. look like like stop it that's not what it's gonna
1: yeah, look they, like Yeah well, if that alpha footage was um sixteen like sixteen months ago that was that was about it. Probably how long ago it was
0: um uh hey um Aramis don't um erase Ken Hall's comment. That comment wasn't disrespectful or anything he just said I get the Xbox Showcase Seven. Very disappointing show for me. That that wasn't warranted of uh, deleting his comment. I don't know if that was a mistake or not. But like that, only delete comments, mods. Only delete comments for people being disrespectful to uh, one another in the chat or the host. We can guess. That's the only, only yeah, time. Yeah, uh... Yeah. Um, next up was Hollow Knight Silk Song, which was another game that was leaked by the Snitch on Twitter. Shout out to him for yet another one. Absolutely right. This one is going to be Day One in Game Pass at launch, and it looks actually looks pretty cool. I've never played Hollow Knight. Um, don't know if I will play it, but I know a lot of people who love Hollow Knight were very hyped for this, and this game has been on people's radar for like three years now, and it's good to see it looks pretty cool. Uh, what about you, Forte? Are You gonna play this one?
1: I am. Um, I did. I played the original Hollow Knight. Um, as soon as I saw, I was like, "Hmm, this is Hollow. This is um, Hollow Knight Part Two, basically." And um I did they, they did they put a release date on that yet? Uh, it there was, was very few. Of tw- was, this of was this one of the twenty three? Was this one the twenty two or twenty three games? What do you mean? Was it twenty twenty two or twenty twenty
0: three? I don't. I don't even remember. Like I. I mean, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna give. There were very few actual release dates at the show.
1: Oh no! Every even, I mean, even Plague Tale that had a release date doesn't have a release date anymore. It just says yeah. summer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Asobo did have a uh we'll, we'll get to that
0: one later we we'll get to that one. blade X says this is 2023 which is unfortunate oh it this is, is 2023 this okay. is one of the, the better looking games and it just seemed like Dude, that was a theme so cool. that was a theme of a lot of the games in the show the ones that looked the best were games that weren't coming out this year unfortunately but yeah yeah um next one though i thought was actually pretty cool it was the first time ever seeing this game and I think it is showed extremely extremely well, and this is a uh, high on life, and so high on life is uh, uh, coming from the creators of Rick and Morty. Uh, more than likely, they are not actually making the game, but it's kind of like with like like uh, South Park, where they're kind of working with the, uh, the actual developer. Uh, the creators of South Park worked with Obsidian um, for uh, and then Ubisoft for uh um these the first two south park games um this looks like this is rick and morty working with some developer i forgot the name of that developer uh i think it's Squanch games which i've never heard them before but this looks cool it looks very extremely colorful i like that the guns talk to you is it, the art style is reminds me of psychonauts it's very unique um And all the... Gun, I, l- I like games where guns have unique features and abilities. Have personalities
1: too, and, and stuff too.
0: Yeah, that's very much kind of like Borderlands for me. So like, yeah, this is something I'm, I'm, I'm super interested in. Uh What about you, Forza?
1: That was the first game, even outside of um, Redfall. That was the first game where I was like, oh, I really like this. I think I said it during the stream. I was like, I really really like that I like I like games that have a very that don't take themselves too serious and they have a sense of humor mm-hmm. and that game oozes it and plus I was looking at like the color palette and I was looking at like the water I was like look at the water The water was green and all but I was looking at was like yo this looks really really good and every game doesn't have to be this ultra realistic graphical showcase you can have something that has a cartoony nature to it and still make it look phenomenal see Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that and this game right here kinda takes the cake when it comes to that so I'm definitely interested in that but that was the first game of the show where I was like yo I don't care what this game is it's cool and I'm 90% know I'm gonna play this when it comes out and guess what it's in game pass so you ain't even gotta buy it
0: right, right. Um, next up was I think an announcement that kind of went under the radar it was very very underrated um, and this is the announcement of uh, five of Riot Games' games coming to Game Pass now a lot I those a lot of people who are just strictly Xbox console gamers like kind of poo poo this announcement why is this here I don't care about this uh, and I understand why because none of these games are coming to Xbox at least not at this point in time Riot is a primarily a uh, pc gamer that's getting into mobile but these five games league of legends league of legends wild riff uh valorant um and uh i forgot the other two but they're they're mostly mobile games um but the big the big most popular parts of these five games is valorant and league of legends league of legends is, is among the most played games on the pc platform when people talk about like how like there are more PC gamers total than say any individual platforms and consoles like even more than just like the to the, the totality of PlayStation gamers, but then they see like the sales of these games and they see like oh well like how come God of the War didn't sell like like it did on PlayStation? You look at where people are playing. People are playing. League of Legends and League of Legends is is it's got it, it's it's a worldwide like you know popular game and you're gonna be able to get all the champions unlocked which is an attractive option um for for a lot of people who are into that game now it is on it is it is will be available within the Windows Store the slash the Xbox app which people on PC hate Because it sucks. (laughs) So that might be a drawback to it. But I think you you might get some people who might be like, man, you know, I think I'm good with that. Because I get all these champions for free. Um, The other one is Valorant, which is still a PC-only game. It doesn't even have controller support. It's all mouse and keyboard, which is the reason why I don't play it. But Valorant is massively, massively popular. Very good game. Um, It's not on, this will be the first like actual PC launcher is all this is a huge gift for them because it's not even on Steam. It's now GOG, Epic Game Store, and nothing. It's not even on Steam. And now Valorant is gonna be on the Xbox app, um on PC, which is like that's gonna be massive for people who who like probably wanted to try out Valorant but didn't know that only way to get it was to go to the, the riot games website for Valorant and so this is big for them because it, it really helps them get gain a bigger footprint on the PC arena and but what they really gonna need to do is make sure that 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 Xbox app is better because if if the games don't perform well PC gamers don't care that they were able to just you know sub How to a subscription and get that. If the game doesn't perform well they're gonna go back to whatever versions that they were playing those games before. They'll go back to just, you know, downloading it through the uh, uh Valorant through the uh the Valorant website. They'll go back to getting playing League of Legends on Steam. They're not mm-hmm. going <laughs> without all the champions because it performs better. And so that that's the key thing there. They gotta work on. say what do you think about it?
1: I think it's a really good like it it shocked me when i saw it i was like it's not a huge get for just the console space in general but to have just like you said valorant being on a launcher that's a big deal like people a lot of people didn't even know that valorant wasn't on a launcher. it's like oh they probably just assumed they could play it on steam until it came out that no it's not even available on steam it's not available anywhere you just download it directly from the Valorant website as a uh, as its own standalone um, uh, launcher and stuff, so I think that's really cool. Getting all the champions unlocked for the game, that's cool. Same thing with uh, League of Legends, having access to all the champions. Um, no need to go in and pay any money or stuff like that. Already unlocked or already have currency to already take take advantage of all the stuff in the game. Uh, it really gets people that never played games like that a really good opportunity to you know give them a try to see if it's something they can get into because let's be real league of legends one of the biggest games in the world valorant one of the biggest upcoming games inside of the world especially if you're it's like it's like that counter-strike um game that um everybody definitely wants to just give it a try to see exactly if it can overtake counter-strike at some point and the biggest thing with counter-strike is it's on the biggest pc launcher in the world and mm-hmm. it, it, it's been something that's been going on for decades at this point <clears throat> so i think this is a really really good move for them to have some type of competitive um ultra competitive shooter available in their ecosystem on their launching. Like you said, it's only gonna be on the PC side because there's no controller support. But I do think at some point, um, if it does really, really well, I can see Valorant getting controller support at some point. Remember, uh, Counter-Strike didn't have controller support at one point, now it does. It's still better to play that game with mouse and keyboard, but it does have controller support. So this might be a avenue to get the game on a console base at some point, just like how Counter-Strike Think about it counter strike made its first debut on console on xbox 2 a long time ago so that's kind of where the roots um kind of rebuilt that so i do think this is a really good move to them but i do think it just makes it more accessible for people to play those games and stuff so when you launch into your pc launch you say oh what's this valorant about and you just download it and then you start playing and they thing you know you might just be addicted to it right
0: um Next was uh, a game I've been looking forward to for a little while now. Um, And it's a Sobos game. It's A Plague's Tale. And this one is a sequel to A Plague's Tale. uh, What was the. It was uh, A Plague's Tale Innocence, was it? The first one?
1: Yes, it was innocent. Okay.
0: But now this was A Plague Tale: Requiem. And it's a sequel to the, the previous one. Um uh I think the girl's name is Ale- Alicia, um, the main character. She's a bit older. Mm-hmm. She's a bit more vicious. Uh the game looks you know, better. You can be
1: really good with uh remembering stuff. when you want to be? Who me? Yeah, cuz I you always Luke always says you got a bad memory, but you you re, you remember a lot of stuff. Because I don't a person have they a can't bad remember anything. That's
0: because Lucas is is, is trying to make herself feel better about her bad memory. I actually oh, have a great memory. Oh, that's anyway. what it
1: is. Okay, got you.
0: But no, I, I I'm, I'm excited for this game. I was a little disappointed because it was supposed to be coming out this month, but then they just said 2022. I'm just like, yo, what happened to your release date? And then that they came out with a tweet at, earlier this week saying they were going to have a live stream to discuss the game, other things that Sobo was doing, and they're going to have an official release date for for the game sometime this month i can't remember which day it's supposed to be but i'm looking forward to this one what about you man
1: yeah the first one was really really cool uh, it took me a while to get through it um not because i didn't want to play it was just you know destiny always being in the way um really really cool game uh this one looks phenomenal and maybe it may i forget the kid's name her brother's Hugo. name maybe he Hugo, maybe he won't be as obnoxious as he was. Yo, the
0: he's game. one of the most annoying <laughs> children in the video game in history, a video game. He's up there with, <laughs> with it. he's, yeah, that kid's super annoying. No, he man.
1: was super annoying in the first one. Like, just getting him out of the house in the first one was like, oh my God, you're so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, no, that was, I remember when they first showed this game back in, what was it, 20, 2020? I think they showed it back in 2020 for the first wait, time. Wait, wait, the, wait.
0: the sequel? Because they showed no, they first showed the sequel oh, the 2019. last
1: year. Oh, was it la- okay, it was last year they showed. Yeah, it. they
0: first showed the sequel last
1: year. Everything blends together with the, <laughs> the last two years, but yeah, I remember when they showed. I was like, "Yo, this this is gonna be it." And I remember this conversation being with Asobo. He's like, "When is Microsoft just gonna go ahead and put a ring on it?"
0: Is that I Yeah, mean, this this is very similar to like how I feel about Square and Sony, but on a much smaller scale because Asobo is just just a developer. But Asobo is the developer that does Microsoft Flight Simulator. They have a contract with Xbox and Microsoft for ten years to to. Uh, uh, support that game, and this game, Plague's Tale. They, they got it in Game Pass at launch. I'm like, bro, like, what what, what are y'all waiting for?
1: Yeah, just go just, ahead and
0: ha- just make this official. Like, like they're an excellent developer. They make they make quality games. They have, uh, they have they. I think visually. Um, I'll say this about Xbox and I I don't think many people can disagree or would disagree that Xbox studios don't seem to have a flair for realistic visuals like for the most part not all of them I'm not saying all of them can't do it but a a vast majority of them don't tend to lean toward that ultra realistic look of visuals and a Sobo if you look at a Plague's Tale like Requiem looks better than the previous one, but the first one looked really good. Like, the character models look great, and this was mm-hmm. with them, like, with, 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 like a flimsy budget uh, for the game. Uh, Focus Entertainment a are, budget. Yeah, Focus Entertainment is a good publisher, but they don't tend to publish big AAA titles all the time. It's usually, like, some high-quality AA stuff. And so, like, and that's, that's what the first game was, it's a high-quality AA game. And I would love to see Osobo have the opportunity to have like with like a blank checkbook um, be able to you know really show what they, what they're capable of doing and not a game that's not a simulator and an actual like you know original title that they're working on. So hopefully that's something that might like end up happening in the future. you uh, you good with this one?
1: oh yeah I'm good man I'm looking I'm really really looking forward to this one and it's it's like they made the characters even look more I mean they're older and stuff but they just look so much more mature and like I said I just hope Hugo doesn't get on my nerves right
0: (laughs) so we got also Forza Motorsport which I was correct in my prediction my predictions were all over the place but at least I got this one right that for, get this the, right. Yeah, that Forza World Sport will be shown at the show, but it was not going to come out this year. It's coming out next year. And it's uh, slated it's for 2023. They didn't give it an exact date or anything like that. But um, they did show race racing, not just in, uh, with new Forza Tech 2.0 engine, race racing in the actual, uh, in the actual um, um, gameplay, uh, even though this is all in-game. 4k footage so it's not like actual gameplay it's just in engine footage but uh th- that's what they intend on having ray tracing um um while you're racing in the game in addition to whatever other features like uh, that simulation racers i don't know man i don't play these things uh do you You play these Forte?
1: i do i played every motorsport up until this point and i think um just looking at this one ray tracing on track uh, customization of the cars and of, of the uh, of your overall riding experience is really cool. I love the presentation. Yeah, Blade that, X, they, they
0: showed PC footage. It wasn't Xbox footage. Oh,
1: it was but. definitely PC footage. Yeah, I mean, clearly,
0: look at it. Yeah, but. yeah, it
1: was freaking gorgeous. But let's be for real. If when you look at Forza Horizon and look at it between Xbox and PC, it's pretty freaking close, bro. It's like if you if you just blinked. You you could get one confused with the other So it, it's going to look amazing And great anyways It just comes down to the frame rate and uh, the stability And how much better it's going to run On console, ver- I mean how much better it's going to run On PC versus console Um But the cool thing about that Is the only thing I like about the PC The, the console side of it is Ray tracing isn't amped up To a point where it's going to be detrimental To your frame rate, it's going to mm-hmm. kill you They're, they're still going to target 60 frames per second for the game. I think they're going to probably have a 120 um, 20 hertz version of the game when it comes to non ray tracing. So probably 1440p, 120, then 4K 60 with ray tracing uh, because racing games aren't that demanding. But anybody that looks at this game and says this game doesn't look phenomenal, I don't know what you're looking at. They these are show <laughs> they, these are showpiece games, and and the, and the fact that Microsoft hasn't had a they have Forza, like, the thing about Horizon, Horizon has the environments. The environments in Horizon look amazing, and the cars, the cars look good too, but they're secondary to the, uh, to the environment. The environments is what make the cars stand out. Where Forza Motorsport, the cars just stand out immensely. There's like a higher polygon kind of those cars because it's not an open world, it's on a track so it's not open world so they can go even more into the details of the of the suspension and the cars you can see every little every little piece of every little engine component and it looks so good and i'm definitely um interested in that and playing that again and uh i've been i actually jumped back into forza 7 just to get, like, kind of a taste of what the sh- what the track-based racing has been like, because we haven't played it in, like, three, four years at this point. It's been, like, it's like, 2017 or something since the last one. So, um, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what this is gonna look like. I The only thing that is crazy to me is, that game, I think they said it's slated for spring?
0: Yeah, they said spring.
1: There's yeah. a lot of games, like, you gotta think Starfield, you gotta think Redfall. Those games, some I of those some games of-
0: may not make their their well, their time make slide. First, like, I, I,
1: make for six months.
0: We'll we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later.
1: Yeah. I think of that game. I'm, I'm
0: excited for it. Cool. Uh next they show Microsoft Flight Simulator which I which I said before is being developed by Sobo. And uh they had an update. Look, I I don't play this, so I don't care. Uh there's an update, a free update that, that was available uh the day of the of the uh um the show where you could ride you could drive or fly the pelican from halo and you could go into like the upper atmosphere and look at like earth from you know near space area i guess i
1: don't know i don't care about this forte you care at all forte yeah what'd you say though no, you broke up for a second did you Oh, you asked me
0: yeah like do you care about this flight sim update at all
1: not as much as i cared about the top gun one because i'm a huge top gun fan top gun one was a little bit more substantial they had it they added like more they added like custom tracks to the to the game um like trenches and and star wars canyon they added all that stuff um they added different modes to it where this one is just (coughs) excuse me where this one is just um load up into the pelican and go wherever you want to go which is which is cool uh, you can take it this you can take it to the outer edge of space which was cool i did boot i did download it just to see and i think a lot of people um are going to do that am i going to be am i going to put as much time in the pelican as i did in the f18 nope nah because nah. that f18 is a whole nother beast when you start playing fl- anybody that has like the fact that i had to break out my flight stick because I'd never break it out for anything because I haven't broken out since I played um, Ace Combat 7. But when I broke it out, I was like, man, I want to play with this flight stick and see what it's like. And I started playing Top Gun with it. And I was like, oh, this is great. But then the Pelican was like, mm, this was a cool experience just to try it out every just once. So it's not nothing excited, but I'm glad it's there. And it just shows the commitment that Asobo, once again, Microsoft put a ring on it, shows the commitment that a sobo is to updating that game. But you know what the most horrendous thing in that game is, slow-mo? The prices of those planes.
0: But we're not gonna get into that. I, I do not want to talk about that. And if we got too many it's, games to get into. It's not it's so it's so bad. I wanted have to go buy a jet. George, I, I literally like, just said I don't want to talk oh, about the Jesus prices Christ. you just continue to just go on talk about I'm we're sorry. moving on. I Overwatch a Fighter too. jet and it costs too much money. I don't care. I don't care. It's game. Microsoft like Simulator. Overwatch okay. 2 was shown. Free now, to free to play, which is, uh, that's a, a little bit of shock. Oh, shout out to the snitch again because the snitch it revealed that That was a
1: dude. really good, really good tweet the way he did it too.
0: Yeah, because only people who knew uh, of the motto of the Overwatch group, which is kind of like within that universe, like the Avengers would have known what he was saying and they said free to play. But, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so this was free to play now. um, Which I think is probably a smart idea to help kind of get people back into it. Because, like, I think Overwatch has now become a bit of a disappointment to people. Even the people who were long-term, like, long-time, big-time fans of it. And shout out to Smiles in the chat. I used to play Overwatch with Smiles and a couple other people all the time. And I... I, I, Probably for about three or four months straight. It's just, like, what I played every single day. And, um unfortunately uh stopped playing it because i got bored but uh i i kind of look at this and i look at like like visually i don't see a a massive improvement in it um they they do have a pve mode now but i kind of feel like like i know for a fact originally all this stuff was supposed to be a big major expansion to the game of overwatch the original game and then it became a sequel but i don't see quite yet what about it deserved to be a sequel and then you made it free to play which you know so it's just going to be hopefully if this is free to play now any other updates there's going to be no overwatch 3 it's just going to keep iterating off of that but i mean i'm going to play this uh, the beta is available now if you if, if you don't know you can go sign up for the beta the beta is coming out in October I think um so like I, I'm definitely trying to get in on that Forte what do you think about overwatch 2 are you is this something you're interested yeah, in
1: i I played a bunch of the original overwatch overwatch one um I was shocked that it was free to play but then I was also shocked when they were doing betas for it because I, I knew that it was a thing but I was like is that that soon? And then once I started talking to people that actually got into the beta for Overwatch 2, they just said that, yo, it's just new maps and they overhauled some of the character structures. They took it from being a 6v6 to a 4v4 or 5v5 now. Mm-hmm. So they made it more, it's not as congested inside of the arena anymore which which for balance purposes will probably be uh, a better way they made it so you can only have one tank on the field versus multiple tanks because some people you can a uh, tease before you can just have a bunch of tanks on the field now you can only have one uh so i think the changes they're making are good but i think it's just the fact that when you put a two at the end of something it kind of yeah it garners more attention and i think you know they i know they kind of and i think that's probably why they went free to play because they know it's going to garner more attention because it has a two on the end of it and the expectations are going to be something like okay what are they adding to the game but the fact that they're making it free to play is going to kind of damper it a little bit and people are going to be like okay well it's free to play so it doesn't matter so i'm just going to jump in and play it and i guarantee there's probably going to be something for like long time standing people that play overwatch that when you um jump into overwatch 2 there's going to be some type of progression where not maybe your your stats and stuff won't carry over but your overall character like you'll probably be something to get you for like characters and stuff for people that have like maxed out characters on the original one i don't think they're gonna give like, you anything man me. I don't think they're gonna you give do you do anything.
0: You no, heck yeah, it's a free, it's a free to play game now. Well, I, I, I'm thinking, well, you gotta be. The, the, the original game, like the original the game, charged you forty dollars on PC, sixty dollars on consoles, and they hit you with loot boxes.
1: That's true. That's true. They now
0: they it's free. That's true. Nothing they give you. They give That's you true. nothing. Everything's gonna be hey That's loot true. box or straight up pay for it. So I, that's that's th- those are the options you're gonna get. That's um, true. Moving on to uh, our uh, history untold, which is uh, I I mean, look, this was a CG. is one of the very few CG trailers they had during the show. It's supposed to be a turn-based strategy game. I didn't even get that vibe from it. I I didn't know, know I didn't know what this was. I, I I thought this was like a Civilization or something. I don't know. Like I, I'm not interested in this. Forza, are you interested in it?
1: Nope, hard pass.
0: All right, moving on. This is where the show really started to drag. By the way, like, so this is where people were just like, "Bro, what, what, what are we doing here?" Um, and I think it was more to do with like how they structured their lineup because no one cares about some of these games and then they put all of their updates like this next one elder scrolls online high Isle* is a, a expansion update the only people who care about this are people who are playing eso yeah so if i'm not playing eso i'm really like look this looks interesting but i don't really care like that like what, what do you think for say?
1: I really didn't care uh, when I saw it. It was like, oh, this looks interesting. And then I just started thinking of Starfield. Oh, I did. I started thinking of I wonder what they're going to show to pick this back up. Yeah. Like, what's where, where I said. Oh, we, you, you,
0: you, you want to know what they showed to pick this back up? Yeah, go ahead. Boom. Fallout 76. <laughs> an even worse performing <laughs> game worse with an expansion. Game. Fallout 76, the pit DLC. Here again is what I'm talking about. You show another game that's already out that has a small asset community. This one even smaller than the ESL community with an expansion. That's only going to be interesting to people who are playing the game. Meanwhile, the rest of us are just like, yo, all right. (laughs) So this was, this is where the show really like, yeah, this stuff. Exactly. Mitchie. Uh uh, uh uh exactly a Mickey dies a lot. this could have been saved for the extended showcase on Tuesday matter of fact, the previous trailer for eso, this one and the next one I'm about to show you which is the Forza Horizon five Hot Wheels, which is actually a really cool trailer for a game that's very successful. Uh, the, the when they did Hot Wheels before, it was wildly popular. I can see it being wildly popular again this time, but yet this is that stuff that you want to see right now.
1: I give them a pass on this one. You give them a pass on this one because, because, on because this it's one.
0: because it's it's, it's Hot Wheels and it's Forza yeah, because Horizon. It's,
1: because no, j- well, n- mostly because it's Hot Wheels. Because I remember. When that hot wheels game came out i think me and you were in a party we were in we actually were doing dps we we were doing topics and we talked about that hot wheel game it was like hmm i wonder if forza horizon is going to get a hot wheel game now that there's a hot wheel game out yeah. so well, look. i'm actually so this was just more i'm happy the only reason i'm happy it was there is because i didn't think we were going to get it you know we didn't get it last year well what forza horizon 4 we didn't get it we got legos for that one Mm -hmm. so this one we're getting hot wheels back and i feel like the hot wheels one was so much better especially when it comes to the uh track creator it was really good so i was only really i agree did it have to be here at this showcase it could have been in the extended showcase. That probably would have been yeah. a better place for it to be at. I, I, but I l- like the l- fact me say, that actually showed.
0: This one probably would have been fine in the actual showcase. It's just the fact that you showed it after showing expansions yeah. for two other games that are even less successful. It's like by the time people got to this one, it's just like, again, this is not a new game. And people right, are just yeah. like, people start to get frustrated with the fact that this is how you you kind of threw all this stuff all together which is not smart they should have could have kind of put this in between two other like brand new titles that that we hadn't seen before and then maybe people wouldn't have like the same kind of mindset of like not again not again not again you know and then what didn't help is the very next game that they showed um which is didn't show great the first time arc 2 and bro look look Shout out to Vin Diesel. I, I, to Vin a, Vin a, no to shot money. to Vin Diesel whatsoever, but I'm sorry. I don't care about ARC. It's a survival game. That's me. Maybe that's just me. I know people care about survival games. I don't think anybody really cares about Vin Diesel in a game.
1: No, they don't. Not Why? Ever since, um, not, not ever since Riddick, uh, Chronicles of Riddick.
0: Right. And now, here's the issue, right? Because ARC was shown last year. It, when it was announced, it was a CG trailer. Now they're doing another trailer, but it's another CG trailer. Like this is where I, like, I have an issue with how games are marketed. Don't show me multiple of the same. Like at this point, I want to see gameplay. I don't want to see another CG trailer. If if I really care about the game, I don't care about this game. But if you're gonna like when you first announce a game, if you're gonna do a teaser trailer or just a blanket announcement or a CG trailer announcement, that's fine. But the very next time you show that game, you better show gameplay. If you can't show gameplay, don't show any. Just, just, this had no point being here. I don't think it had any point being here. What do you think?
1: I agree 100%. I was like, no one cared then. Well, the only thing that I will say, shout out to Dizzy because I know he loved art, and every Suck. every time I see that Recipe's trailer, recipe. Every time busy. I see that trailer, I will always. Every time I see anything with art, I will always say shout out to Dizzy. So that was the only good thing that came from seeing that. There could have just reminded me of the great man that we lost over a year ago, Dizzy. But outside of that, no nah, man, don't nobody care about no vid. These on the video game because this isn't Chronicles of Riddick. Unless you were going to tell me that you're remaking that game. Uh, because that was an amazing game unless you tell them you're doing that i don't care and arc on arc is, is a game that a lot of people like they they like the whole work aspect of it and you have to train and build you know settlements we, we know what arc is
0: for say should have been here no no that's all it should not have been here and, no, and that's a, definitely here. not put in the order after a bunch of stuff that no one cared to see And from games that were already announced, this is the the very next unannounced game that you show us is Ark, bad. Then they went from bad to worse because they showed this next, freaking Scorn. I'm sorry, I don't get the appeal to this at all. I don't want to see. I don't want to play Scorn. I don't want to do anything. I don't want anything to do with this game. It is disgusting looking. I know that might appeal to some whole Geiger whatever you want to call it like uh visual aesthetic i got i want nothing to do with any of this and it's just like this is just like this was like in the middle of the show where i think a lot of people was just like yo they need to pick this up they need to pick it up with something amazing and not this weirdo stuff with people pulling the umbilical cords out of their stomach and and, and 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 shooting guns that look like they are like flalic uh, objects like i'm sorry I'm not playing this. Are you playing this, man? Uh,
1: no, I'm not playing this. I don't even. <clears throat> do you feel? Do you even see anybody that this appeals to?
0: I don't know anyone that wants to play this game.
1: Not nobody in the circles I run in. No, I don't either.
0: me, no, no. I don't know anybody that wants to play this game. I, I don't know why they keep showing it. They keep every time they do a show, they show scoring. And I'm just like, bro, stop it. Please stop.
1: Well, listen, I can't I, I wait for it to it, come I, out
0: just so I can stop seeing it.
1: I I give it, I don't know the way. Okay, so the, the only reason that it makes me interested in playing it is because of yeah. the HR Gager. I'm a huge Alien fan. So it makes me want to play it because of that. But every time I see it, I'm like, man, this is a little, this is like more stomach turning than. I want in my video games yeah it's disgusting it's like it's like it's like once it's like what are we doing here it's like is this a video game or is this like a, a nightmare simulator yeah, and, and we
0: don't even know what the gameplay really is like like know is it, it, is it a aspect. first is it like a, a doom style first person shooter is it more uh more stealth or is it more survival what is it don't even know it just, just show you the most oddest like disgusting stuff like I'm tired of seeing alien people.
1: I just want to see the people and like I said I don't know it just depends on when I get to that point because like I said the only thing that made me I said I'll probably try it out just because of the the HR gauger uh, influences and stuff to it But I want to see all these people on Twitter that use this as part of their list war. So we got Scorn coming out in 2022. Yeah, like that that was something to brag about. Don't nobody care about that. I want to see all y'all playing Scorn. I want to see screenshots of... Never mind. I can't say that on this family family, family show. Can't say what I was going to say. But I want to see everybody playing this game since they want to use this as part of their list wars. You're definitely not going to get that.
0: Now, finally, the very next game that was shown, finally... Was something that was worthwhile. It was Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn, the very first time this game was ever shown. Uh, definitely gave me vibes of, uh, of like kind of like a Souls, Souls ish kind of combat. Um, um man, look, it, this game looked cool. I, I like that they got a you know a, a female protagonist of color, which you know I'm down with that. Um, they show a little bit of like the boss fights and stuff. The combat looked cool. Um, and even though this is being made by like a uh, kind of like an indie developer it, 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 it just looks like they're punching above their way a bit here I, I like the combat again uh, what did you think about Flintlock
1: I liked it a lot I like the um, what was that an axe that they have in their hand or something what was the weapon that she had
0: um, she's got a pistol in one hand and an axe in the other
1: it, it was an axe in the other I knew about the pistol yeah it at first i was looking at it like this looks weird and then the more and more i started like looking at it and i saw the 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 gunplay mixed with the melee action and then the acrobatical stuff that he was doing in the game i was like this is probably the most entertaining thing that they have at this show like when it comes to like a game that a lot of people want to play the type of game that people want to play like the mature rated games and stuff like that i think mm-hmm. people really really we're in tune to that and I think that's the kind of the thing that was kind of missing from the showcase overall when it comes to games like this being shown more consistently but um yeah this was the first game that I was like yo this looks really really good I mean I didn't get it at first it didn't click to me until I started seeing the combat then I was like oh okay this this looks this looks legit so uh, it's definitely a game that I'm definitely gonna uh it's gonna be on a radar but once again 2023
0: 2023 yeah another game that's not coming out to next year not you know anything anytime soon um, on the xbox platform next was minecraft legends which is a uh is a rts game so it's minecraft and but it's rts so this is like very similar to how they did minecraft dungeons which was a uh, uh a like an action rpg um and this one now is like a different genre but just using the minecraft ip which, you know, hey, this this probably will end up being on every platform like like Minecraft Dungeons was, and this and it's uh likely going to be very popular because Minecraft is super popular. It's one of the more popular IPs in the entire world, so I think you're gonna get uh, a lot of kids actually trying out a different kind of game genre, and maybe they may actually like it. What do you, what do you think, man?
1: Um, I agree with you 100. I really, re- this is something I can definitely see me myself playing with my kid because I remember shout out to, uh, shout out to, um, Eric Jackson. I remember, remember me, you and him play Minecraft Dungeons with my daughter that one time. She always, yeah, cool. me. she's like, yeah, she's always reminded she said, like, we could be playing Minecraft Dungeons. I said, I gotta see if I get this crew together so we can go in there and do it again. Cause Minecraft Dungeon was really cool. And I really like the adaptations that they do when it comes to Minecraft. You know because everybody don't want to just play old samey boring minecraft where you play legos and video games you know i like the direction they're going and they're, they're doing more things with minecraft outside of just a traditional model and getting this type of game i think it's going to be really really cool it's gonna i think minecraft is a really good game to like kind of broaden people into more traditional games so now we get first we get the dungeon crawler so you get the diablo style game and now you're going to get this one that's going to give you more of that type of gameplay and i think it's going to broaden more people's opinion uh their just their overall ability to play other games and stuff outside of the minecraft universe so microsoft's doing a couple of good things when it comes to that and i like that they allow mojang to basically do what not just make the same thing over and over again when it comes to minecraft yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's actually smart business in order to like branch out. you have a very wildly popular IP that's already very like very much like a, a anything and everything kind of game as it is then like you can kind of like take the IP and adapt it in other ways and you know it works you know like Minecraft story mode that was the telltale game you know like I don't know how, how successful it was but like that was the beginning of it and they, I see they're continuing it on it's, I think it's a smart idea um the next game shown i i gotta admit i don't remember anything from this this is Lightyear frontier uh oh wait wait no this is the space farmer game yeah i don't I, i'm not definitely not playing this crap Oh
1: no i remember i was making this slow motion i said you know i said you don't you don't want to you don't want to make a settlement on another planet he's out like, so i was like i didn't even play no man's sky so i definitely don't want to do this
0: <laughs> exactly exactly so we can uh but wait, are, do you want to play this?
1: No, color palette okay, looks good. I like the colors, but mm, no. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, yeah, we we don't play games for colors, so this will be a big pass. Well, for colors, us. well,
1: colors, colors do make games stand out, especially if you have an OLED.
0: Moving on. Hey, look, if you're out there and you wanna you wanna you wanna like uh, go on a new planet and 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 raise crops, have fun. <laughs> raise crops, have fun. have fun. Not me though. <laughs> Uh, next game was Gunfire Reborn. It looked like this one was like a Souls-like co-op game. Um, which already I prob- out on PC. It's already out on PC. I've never played this before. Uh, the, the The cartoony, uh, I mean, I, I, I guess not. I'm not going to say it, it's a turn off completely. I, I don't know. This game just doesn't look like all that appealing to me. Uh, maybe if the aesthetic was different, if the uh, the setting was different, I might be more interested. But uh, I'm not really interested in doing some kind of first person shooter roguelike with, with a bunch of people. And I'm playing as like a fox and you're playing as a badger. I'm good. You know, I, 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 was, I can skip that. Well, this what about is you? Where,
1: this is where the cell shaded technology, like the biggest difference, like you said, high-o life completely. Mm two different games but the aesthetic makes it more appealing due to the fact that the weapons have the personality instead of the characters trying to have it because we have a lot of instances where characters try to have the personality that kind of make you want to try the game but then that is also married with the weight of the game and the presentation of the game and when i look at this i'm like no this looks like something that was made in roblox and i don't
0: Right, right. Really
1: want to do that yeah. at least when it comes to a game like High on Life where I can see that there is a production um, minimum put on it where they say we're going to at least make this game look really really good but we're going to have quirky mechanics in it where the guns are going to basically have a personality and you're just the wielder of the gun and that's more of an entertaining value to me that i say, like, okay i could definitely see myself playing this due to that because guess what slow mo i played garden warfare plants versus zombie garden warfare and guess what it was because the the plants had personality and it was cool just listening to them talking do all this other crazy stuff that was a fun game this doesn't look like that because first of all it doesn't even look as good as plants versus zombies that came out back in 2013
0: yeah this is 2022 so you're
1: right yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Um, next was the la- the last case of Benedict Fox. This looks good. This is one of the few games that I was like, you know, when this comes out, I'm going I'm to I'm play this game. Because it, it had, I love the aesthetic. Um, It's a side scroller, which I'm not, I'm never like too big on side scrollers, but the combat looked looked fire. Like I really, really liked what, what they were going with with this game. I'm going to check this one out. What do you, what do you think about this one?
1: uh i will um i i do like the i do like the overall way that it looked as a side scroller it looked like the side scrolling games are getting more and more complex where the environments are actually um you can actually interact with the environments in a more three-dimensional way even in the 2d plane oh it looks really really cool Uh, it's definitely a game that i am looking at but it's a game that i will wait to see other people play just to see what their reaction and stuff is to it because it's not like i've never really been into games like this like as much as i know games like ori and stuff like that are really really good games like limbo i just never really got into them even though i know they were good games it just never has been a a genre that i got into like the last time i played a side scrolling game that i really really loved was I want to say Shadow Complex which is kind of in line with stuff like this but I just never like consistently got into them but seeing it at the showcase the diversity was there I really liked what I saw it just comes down to is it what, what else is coming out in spring 2023 that's going to not make me where this game is going to get picked, right. or something
0: else—that's right. the problem, right there. Yeah, like this—it's like this summer would have been the perfect time for this game to come out. Yeah, it should have came
1: out this year. Yeah,
0: yeah. But but, but then you can't like you can't rush, you can't
1: force. You can't force
0: development. Right. Yeah. Um. Next was something that we talked about earlier. As dusk falls, which does come out, I think sometime this like July <laughs> it comes out next month, right? Um, this one is the, as, as we dubbed it, the PowerPoint game. <laughs> and and I think some people, uh, may have some issues with the way the characters don't move. But like, as you see, like in this at car accident, the car moves, uh, stuff in the environment moves, but the characters don't. And I think that might turn some people off. But if you're into Telltale kind of games, if you're into massive, uh, um, quantic dream kind of games where there's a lot of choices, there's a lot of characters, an interesting story. Like it seems like that is what this developer, uh I think uh Ant Knight is a developer, is trying to rely on. Um forte. Also by the way, this is this one will have co-op at launch. It's gonna have six player co-op. That's a six or eight. It's, it's one of the
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um good no this game yeah definitely interested in it um the biggest thing with this game is it just like you said the whole i think once you get past the aesthetic of it looking like it's running at five frames per second for just to just do it but um i do like the overall aesthetic of the environments it's always persistent but the characters are still mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of bring Honestly, it kind of like the storytelling that can be done in that it kind of brings more of a dramatic feeling to a scene because now you're looking at this character, like they just showed this, the character standing in front of a house that's burning. So now you're just looking at a character, like, what are they really experiencing sitting? Like, what are they looking at? Houses burning behind them. What is so riveting that's in front of them or so puzzling that they see in front of them that they're not literally running away from this burning house so it kind of just makes you start thinking of things like that because there's like it's kind of a reaction type thing so they always been really really good at storytelling and stuff like that and i think this is probably gonna be just as good as all the rest of their games but in general i think that i i just think people just gotta get past just the aesthetically the aesthetic choice of how they went out to present this game to people and once you get past that just Based it on the story and as long as the story is good that's all that matters
0: right um like i said i'm i'm, I'm always into these kind of games so when this comes out i'm definitely going to play it in game pass um it's uh i am I'm, I'm interested in seeing how the story plays out and i'll i'll see for myself whether the the way they do the characters uh and the way they've animated the characters to be basically like still shots that like just change and don't actually have like real animation and movement. Um, whether that's super annoying or not, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, next up,
1: you said this is a board game. It's a board game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, next up was a game that I've actually already played before, and this is Naraka Blade Point. This is a I, I'm 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 kind of shocked this was here because Naraka Blade Point has been out on PC for about a year now. Um, it looks like it's coming to Xbox, which is great. No, I guess, but it's uh, I don't like it. I, I, I have two issues with this game. And I know a lot of people saw the combat was like, oh, that looks awesome. it looks interesting. It's different. It's like, you know, uh, um, a lot of like big overworld environments and all melee combat. That's what I thought when I first saw this game. I covered it on my channel for a little while. For those who have been around for for that long, you know, I used to. Make videos about this game, um, and then I played it and found out this is a battle royale game. And now, although it looks better now than it did when I first played it in beta, um, it, it it when I first played it It looked bad visually, and and it didn't play well, and I was just really frustrated because I thought this would be more of a like a big arena sized uh, hero shooter um kind of thing and i thought that like you know you could be able to like ambush other people fighting one another but it was be like the way they showed the game was a lot of like it almost like it was like a mix of like a cg trailer but combat and so i guess i got fooled thinking that was real actual real combat and it wasn't and so um uh, Mitch Dazla says they told you it was a battle royale game. At, at the launch of this, in the beginning, yeah. they did not say it was a battle royale game. They, they didn't did say it was a battle game. royale game until it actually hit beta. Then you find out it was a battle royale game, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm just, I'm not interested." So, uh, but like that doesn't mean other people can't be interested in the game. You know, War Power if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. It's on Xbox, so um they probably will make it cross play with pc and and uh so there'll be uh should be a good number of people to play it with i I know i see stream some streamers like streaming this game occasionally so it seems to have a community going so you know hopefully that's having it on xbox helps expand that community but it's it's not for me what about you man
1: um yeah i i when i saw it i'm not huge into battle royales and stuff like that they're funny i i wouldn't even Ooh, i'm already not into them when they're shooters but a melee version of it nah man they can keep this mm-hmm. i i as soon as i saw i was like oh this looks cool i was like maybe it's a hack and slash adventure game but then i was like oh battle royale oh no i'm out i just i literally turned i think i turned my head and started looking at something on my pc when the rest of that game was playing mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so next was oh boy, Pentiment, right? The <laughs> RPG being made by Obsidian. Now Obsidian is a great developer. I I really enjoy their games, and what they went with this. This is being developed led led by director Josh uh, Sawyer, who's who does, has done a lot of great work in the past. And Pentiment is really is uh, essentially trying to do what was done with. Uh, the hit uh, RPG Disco Elysium, which I'm currently playing right now and really enjoying. Disco Elysium has a very unique art style and an isometric view, and it's not a game that's very high demanding, um, and was able to be developed by a very small team. But it's very with the, its its highest uh, qualities is that its story is awesome. And the, and the game design is very, it's done very well. Uh, how you need to solve issues and and being careful with your stats and having your character, who is a detective in Disco Elysium, be capable of uh, being able to to uh, suss out when people are lying to you and figure out the truth behind things and investigate things properly. It's awesome. Disco, Disco Elysium is awesome. Not for everyone, but this is pretty cool. Pentiment like, if you guys watched the stream when they first showed it, I laughed because I knew visually it was not going to be a looker, but I didn't think it was going to look this bad. Like, I don't, I don't feel the art direction with this. Like, you can have a less than photorealistic AAA kind of look and still have it not look like basic basic and yeah look, (laughs) basic basic I'm still gonna play this when it comes out in October because I like RPGs and I like Disco Elysium and this is what it's kind of going for that I like Obsidian so you take all three of those together and say I'm gonna play it but man like I when I first saw it like and I saw like the way characters were moving and stuff I was like oh man people gonna kill this game say uh, what did you think about this when you saw it?
1: Uh, It looked like a mm, Yeah, it didn't look all that good to me. It, mean, didn't it didn't look, look like really, a
0: game being being made by a AAA developer.
1: <laughs> no, and that was the
0: thing with, like, by a publisher know, that has a trillion dollars.
1: Yeah, It doesn't look like a company that just made a game called Outer Worlds. Doesn't look like a game for and I'm not trying to say it needs to be like look like those games because there's different aesthetic choices you can make in the games you make. But even in this type of gameplay or this type of style of game, I feel like they could have did a lot better.
0: Yeah, they, I, I think it isn't just the fact that it's a a cheaper, a, a smaller budget game from a smaller team. It's the art direction and the art style. As Gregor said in the chat, the art style of motion makes it look even cheaper. The art style just, just doesn't do it what probably would be a quality title in game design and story justice like disco Elysium is very similar and that it's it's not a art style that you would see from from up uh, it's a game that isn't being developed with like high quality assets and using Unreal Engine 4 and you know all kinds of you know great animations and stuff like that. It looks like a water painting. You know, it, it, but it, but the, 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 the art style and the aesthetic works for Disco Elysium. I, I, I think maybe like, maybe they should have did middle ages for a game that's trying to be like that. Maybe they should have went kind of like a cyberpunk route. If you want to have a detective, like trying to solve a, a murder or a crime, like, like who's trying to solve a murder in the middle ages? Like, it just it doesn't seem like, like it's just weird. It's just weird to me. I don't know. Um. are you going to play this? (laughs) No. (laughs) I knew you weren't, but I just had to add it. Um, Next was Grounded. Another Obsidian game that isn't what people expected from Obsidian. This time though, Grounded is out of early access and now it's it's, this full launch. And now it has a story, there's a story you know, a campaign in it. There's an ending to this. It's a, a completed game from beginning to end um forte are you gonna play grounded
1: i don't even play grounded now
0: yeah um they you guys forced me to play grounded because i lost I it better um and
1: the ladybugs I,
0: yeah the ladybugs could go kick rocks they they're 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 terrible people the ants are bullies and gang members and and they their mamas don't love them of uh how they treat it and the spiders are absolutely ridiculous like i i I'm, i don't want to play that game um that's it it apparently is a quality survival game for people who like survival games so cool you know look i think you know for the people who want those like those kind of games they're going to enjoy it it's probably going to get a decent review game but uh I think for the, the majority of people who were already kind of mentally checked out with the way this 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 uh, showcase had been going grounded a grounded launch trailer wasn't exactly what they were looking for what, what do you think
1: huh. I don't know man this <laughs> I, I don't care about I don't care okay we can that. move on ground, ground is a cool it, look I I no, I don't care about it. Yeah, ground. you don't I care. We can move on. We can move on. We can move on.
0: Erebon Shadow Legacy. Now I care about this game. This game looks cool. I like the style of it. I like that there's this character. Like I'm not really big at the stealth games, but when um you give me the tools to be able to like really dispatch enemies in cool ways, I'll give it a shot it looks like your character it like can has powers in the shadows when you if you if you're in the shadows your abilities are strong but if if you get seen by the light then you're vulnerable like it looks cool i like the uh the art style i like the combat and it's doing something that we don't really see too many games doing what do you think
1: think it looks really cool I mean I do like like you said the aesthetic I mean I I always like like robots and stuff like that and this is the type of aesthetic I like when you're talking about different types of ways of playing the game because they could have made this look completely different but I think for the overall aesthetic they were going for this is really really cool and I'm not really into stealth games and stuff like that but I like how they actually went about doing and implementing the stuff mechanics inside of the game where it doesn't seem and then you it seems like you also have the ability to attach or not attach but to attack and do whatever you want to be free in the game uh pretty much like how the dishonor games and stuff were. i never liked games like thief where it's like oh if you get caught and there's more than two people like more than one person you're pretty much not going to make it through it because you have no way to defend yourself and uh i like the way the dishonor went about it and i mean until we get a chance to play this game we won't get a chance to see that but uh i do like the overall stealth mechanic that they're using and going basically on the ground and using your shadow to basically get all the way around the map and stuff they attach to the robots and stuff like that Uh, i think that was a really really cool uh aesthetic that they have and it looks like they got some really good storytelling they're doing not only from the character's perspective but from the enemy's perspective as they're hunting her down and looking for her yeah yeah, Something's I'm. Really
0: cool. Yeah, again, uh, uh, I've uh, another game coming out in 2023. 2023
1: <sighs> reminds you of all reminds you of all the things you're not going to play this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the next up was something I know that you're you're hyped for, Diablo Four, and I think Woo! this looks it looked great. It looked really good. Uh, can't wait to play this in, in 2023. Is like everything else um but uh yeah look man this 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 is fire let me i'll let you take it away because i know you go you go gush gush over this one
1: oh no i'm, I'm gonna keep it minimal but l- listen man it's one pc it's only one game on the blizzard waters 2 but the one that stays installed on my blizzard launcher which is diablo 3. i have i have every diablo game on that launcher i enjoy diablo it was hot trash when it first launched because of the auction house but once they fix it they made it so great and i always dive in when a new season starts just to level up a character see what the new systems and powers and new um items they're giving you it's really really cool and this game looks incredible like it looks like a step up from what we got with diablo 3 which it definitely should be at this point uh i like the fact that it looks like i think we're gonna get a really really good pc and not pc um uh, console port when it comes to that because most people don't know the console version is really good the Switch version is the best version of diablo 3 it's even in some instances better than the pc version um just for and,
0: content, not performance.
1: Just well, just for content. Yeah, performance wise, the PC yeah, content. The console. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The PC side is good for, for overall performance, PC all day. But content wise, oh my God. The cut the, the, the Switch version is freaking amazing. But I do look forward to when this game, once again, when is this game coming out? No one knows. Um, I know that they have a beta that's gonna be coming out for it, and I'm looking at some of the um the trailer now. The overall customization of your character oh boy it was terrible in in um in um diablo 3 terrible for your customization of your character this one it looks excuse me this one it looks like they actually have a lot of different options you have in there a lot of different aoe effects spin the win with your barbarian that was really really cool to see that they actually bring that into the game but i also like that the camera is kind of pushed more in Because that was the one thing about Diablo 3, they did pull the camera back a lot. I do know on PC you'll have the ability to still pull the camera out if you don't want to be as close to the, um, the battle as possible. But I think that's something they're taking from the console version of the game because the console version was really, really close. And when I'm looking at this gameplay, it seems like... If this is to believe that it's probably PC gameplay, that kind co- they're using the console settings when it comes to what they did in the old in Diablo no, three. No, this 4. is the
0: Xbox Series X game. Oh, so it is the experience. Xbox
1: Series. Okay, yeah. so so inherently it could be different on PC, where it's pushed back a little bit further because they can show more of the map because they have more. Because um, usually these games are more CPU bound than GPU bound, because you're generating so much more stuff in a procedural uh, world. But I am looking forward to this like slow-mo day one day one destiny don't exist for me for about two weeks until I level my character up and um, did they announce that there's going to be cross play and cross um, I, I, I get there won't be cross progression but will it be cross play on this game
0: I'm not certain I do although I do think once the deal is done with Activision Blizzard being acquired by Microsoft that cross play to Xbox between PC and um it will, will, at, at the ver- it will at the very least that will be uh if not there at launch it'll be there eventually so yeah i look at this game this game this is day one for you it's day one for me that this one's definitely going to be the uh um a good one when it comes out but unfortunately well the wizard as usual
1: oh yeah wizard all day baby yeah wizard all day but as usual
0: 2023 yeah um Sea of Thieves captain update. Although this song they did in the trailer was very good, I did like the song. Yeah. Um. I, I don't care about Sea of Thieves though. So, uh, yeah. That, that this is another one that should have been at the extended showcase on Tuesday. Skip.
1: skip I'm not skip, a pirate. Skip. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a pirate legend.
0: So skip. Yep. Next was Ravenlock, which I am um was on my short list of games that I'm excited for. And here's why. Ravenlock was is being developed by the same developer that did Echo Generation. I beat Echo Generation earlier this year. Um, Echo Generation is a turn-based RPG, a little bit different than um, this one, but Echo Generation is awesome. I really recommend playing that game. It's in Game Pass. If you haven't, you know, if you have Game Pass, you want to try it out. It's a really good RPG. A little unforgiving um, because it's kind of stingy on healing items and healing effects, but awesome rpg a little disturbing with the story despite it's 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 aesthetic you it, it's, the, the visual aesthetic looks like kind of like minecraft or legos a little bit you think it's it's, it's cutesy but then you kind of look at some of the things and some of the things that that's going on and it's being said and you're like oh my god like this is a really mature thing but it was awesome and because of that, I will play whatever this developer comes out with. And this one looks different; like it's more action RPG in the uh, the the combat sense. So, um, I'm I'm definitely interested in this one. What, do you, what, do you, what about you, Forte? Uh,
1: I don't know. It's it looks really cool. Raven, lot it. I like the aesthetic. The overall it looks like the whole puppeteer like the way the enemies look and stuff like that. I like that she's running around with a sword, you know. I you put a sword, it's like like you said the whole thing, you put a gun in any game, it looks really yeah. interesting. Oh, b- but by the
0: way, uh sh- thank you, Gregor uh, Apparently, uh Diablo 4 will be crossplay day 1. Uh, they said it doing the show. Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Okay, cool. That's that's even well yeah, well, definitely. Though, I don't have to feel bad for playing it on PC then But uh um, You shouldn't
0: feel bad for playing it on PC. Why would you feel bad?
1: Well, because maybe some of your friends only play on Xbox and you want to play with your friends. Like, well, They should buy PCs. Anyway, go ahead. Go. Okay. Well, well, PCs cost a lot of money, Slope.
0: Ravenlock, <laughs> Ravenlock, come on. All
1: right. Well, you don't want to derail it. it. I said, look, I, really I said real
0: quick, and then you wanted to just keep going. You know, talking about it. Move on, Ravenlock, come on.
1: Okay. I, okay, cool. Um, do you get like uh, a little bit of Minecraft with the environments and stuff with like the like the textures and the blocks and stuff when it comes to the? Yes,
0: characters? That, that's their shtick. That's what they kind of do. The, even though this one visually looks better than Echo Generation, yes. Um, but um, they, that's their thing. They they kind of like uh, that's their art style, their aesthetic
1: that they kind of go with, and I, I, I think it I works really for like them. It. It, it I really like works it. It definitely works for them. Yeah. I really like it and uh that was the one thing that stood out to me and i was like okay so if minecraft actually wanted to get semi somewhat closer to a realistic look this with this game that's what minecraft would look like okay this i mean i'm in for that and uh like i was saying earlier you put a gun in somebody's hand that's already a bonus it makes the game even funner but put a sword in, in, in someone's hand and they weren't around hacking and slashing this stuff and then you have interesting characters and stuff I think that also brings a little bit um a little bit of less to it don't know like i said ultimately this all comes down to what is available at the time that games like this come out if there's nothing going on then absolutely it's a game that you'll download you're going to try you might enjoy it but um it just ultimately 2023 is going to be so stacked i just hope it comes out at the right time so people give it an actual chance to play it
0: right um, next is, I, I guess, I, I know some people are, are going to be interested in this game based off uh, the people who are working on it. It's like the lead game designer uh, worked on Inside and Limbo. But this is Cocoon. And um, this doesn't really appeal to me. I don't really care for these kind of games. So uh, I'm not really all that interested in it. But uh, um, you know, I know some people probably will be. What about you, man?
1: Nope, it's a blimp. I saw a blimp and I was like, is that a blimp? And then I saw a light and then I was like, oh, look, the light is feeding, feeding powers. And look, it's about to be a butterfly that's about to hatch out of this egg. And I was like, mm, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so. All right,
0: cool. Um, next was a game I, I know a lot of people were excited for. I'm not as hyped as other people are, but I'm definitely interested in checking it out. And this one is Wolong uh, Fallen Dynasty um, being made by Team Ninja out the team ninja it's been a while since uh, I've, I've played one of their games but uh team ninja is uh is working on this one it's mostly it's a cg trailer although you do get a kind of like an idea what the combat would be like uh what do you think about this one for sir?
1: no i think i think people are more excited because of the team ninja collaboration than the game itself the game looks cool it looks really good um but they really only show like a lot of up-close combat what is the game definitely isn't going to look like that when you're doing the combat so i really would like to i really would have liked to see what the actual combat looked like from a player's perspective because this is a newer game that we're going to see, and, and it looks like uh, what's the name of that one game from China? The the China Hero Project. The was it? What is it called? Black Ooh, Mip uh, Mip Wukong.
0: Kong, uh, Black yeah. Wukong. Although yeah, that but... I think Black Myth Wukong looks better. I oh, mean, that, that, look I mean, like, that's actual combat, like actual well, gameplay. You, Whereas this saying. isn't gameplay yeah
1: yeah that's what I'm saying well if if this gameplay would have shown something like that then I would have been like oh this is actually pretty cool but the fact that they had that camera so close I was like okay so what does this combat really look like because this definitely is a combat so uh I think more people are excited for the team ninja mashup up than anything because they, they do make really really good games when it comes to stuff like this but Mm, I, it's, it's a wait and see a, a real wait and see I think they're just kind of taking advantage of the fact that Team Ninja is actually collaborating on making a game for them and um, I, I honestly believe that's what 90% of the hype around the game actually, what people like about it is All right.
0: It looks next good up, though next up was something that uh, was kind of rumored to be uh, happening and actually here's another uh, snitch um um insider leak that was 100 accurate persona 3 portable persona 4 golden and persona 5 royal are all coming to xbox uh in october and these were games that were primarily only uh available on playstation Uh, although persona 4 golden came to pc last year two years ago maybe two years ago uh but this is great. This is great for uh, uh, gamers on Xbox. This is a high-quality se- uh, Japanese RPG series. And, frankly, I I better not hear anything from people in the future if, this, if Persona 6 ends up being a PlayStation exclusive. Because nobody played this game on the Xbox when it's going to be in Game Pass when it launches on the Xbox. So if you have Game Pass, you don't have to buy it. Or you can strip by the game if you want. But if people aren't downloading and playing this game, if all that talk was cap and then you actually didn't actually play the game, yeah, look, you deserve to not get the C- Persona 6. Why would Atlas put their games on your platform if you're not going to support them? I do know the PC community was supported because the PC community, like it bought in in the millions, bought Persona 4 Golden. So I do feel like uh with uh these games are going to be uh available uh 5 uh, five royals going to be available on pc so it was the the, the p3 portable that p-, p uh persona 6 likely would hit pc but uh who knows about it coming to xbox i know atlas is now open to being a multi-platform developer but you gotta actually make it worth their while to do so what do you think Porte?
1: yeah i agree um I just feel like people at a certain point if you want games like this to come to the platform you have to prove it by indulging and actually trying the games out especially with the games being in game pass you don't even have to buy them just download them you know play them and, and like see what they're all about don't just give it the whole um i'm just gonna play this for one 45 minutes to an hour and see what it's like no give it an actual go because the thing about persona games some of them have a very slow build up and you have to get a little bit into the game probably like the first two three hours of the game just to get a real good just of them
0: well maybe and, a little bit longer than with that because persona 5 royal i, I think oh, yeah. actually all these games take over 100 hours to complete
1: oh 100 hours to play yeah so i would just say just honestly <laughs> let's be for real I, I just feel like take the bullet everybody should download this game play it give it a little bit of screen time just so it proves that hey when they come out Xbox can say like hey we had over 10 million people download the atlas game download personas and you know try the games out and stuff like that and and mostly due to the fact that we can just start getting games like this like do we really want to wait for proponent six to go to playstation first or other platforms first before we even get a chance to because that's kind of a miss for Xbox. Like this was a W that they were able to get Persona Three and Four before PlayStation actually had them. You well, know, actually, an- no, it's going to be announced. They're coming. An- to yeah, the
0: announced. Yeah, but they're but all they coming the same time. A, yeah,
1: yeah, but they were announced on the Xbox stage, which is n- never happens. So, mm. I'm definitely going to download them. I um one of my favorite atlas games is the um is catherine i always play i play i probably play catherine once a year because i enjoy that i love that puzzle game i love that game so much and i will always support atlas when it comes to stuff like that because i feel like they make really really good handcrafted experiences that are a little bit out of of, off the wall But if you actually pay attention to the stories and stuff, you can get like a really, really good meaning from them. And it's really good to see that these games are actually coming over because I never played Persona um, 5, uh, even though it is available on the PlayStation collections for PlayStation 5 owners. I didn't play it over there but um knowing that we're actually getting a royal edition on xbox i might actually get oh i'm not i'm not that i might actually i will give it a try because i do want to support and get some of those games over on the xbox ecosystem for the people that actually that want to play those to actually get a chance to play them Ooh.
0: um the next thing although i don't I'm, i don't have the footage for it because i forgot um it, but it's uh kojima came out and announced that there he's was no working footage the footage was Kojima standing there speaking and it being translated that was footage yeah um, right. um he came out and he said uh you know I'm working with xbox on the cloud game um, um I guess that cloud game um Tom henderson has uh um, since the show reported that that cloud game is overdose um which was also leaked by the snitch. Um, the, the, word, the term overdose um, and, and Tom Henderson reported on it and Kojima Productions tried to get him to uh, take it down and he refused to because he didn't sign no NDAs which makes sense um, but uh, that game look, Kojima just, walk, just showing up on camera and talking about a game that he's working on lets you know just how far out this game is it ain't coming out anytime soon they probably have an Xbox Series V by the time this game shows up but, uh, uh, plus, I don't really care for Kojima. I think it's a bit overrated. I know some people find that blasphemous, but, like, I don't care for this game. What
1: about you, man? I haven't cared about a Kojima game since Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes.
0: All right. Well, that that, that does it. <laughs> so, the last thing here is Starfield, which has caused a ton <laughs> of...
1: This old chair. <laughs> huh? More than his own share of controversy. Yeah. There's so much controversy around this game for every little thing that they now. You got people out here putting out analysis that are over 40 minutes long, breaking down the games like it's 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 comical at this point, man. It's so uh, crazy.
0: Look, we we have gone long. This is we we're, we're this podcast is over three hours. Let, let's sum up our thoughts on Starfield real quick i went from when i saw this trailer i went from a i'm not going to try it to at least okay i'll give it a shot but from what i saw visually nothing very impressive here on the game that's that's next gen again they're still using the same engine that they used before which everyone acknowledges that engine is 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 woeful um, and from based off of on people who are previously uh, Bethesda employees, the engine has given them issues in development. Um, this game has been developed for a long time. The, con- the gunplay did not look all that great. Uh, hopefully they, they tighten that up, um, but it didn't look like unplayable. Uh, it's not that bad. It just didn't look awesome. Um, I don't really care for some of the other things that people are complaining about. People complaining about the, the, the main protagonist not being voiced. We have a ton of dialogue. Um, that that even more dialogue than other rpgs then uh, that makes sense to me uh, my, one of my favorite games of all time is dragon age origins main protagonist is not voiced i don't care if it's a great story if the npcs around you and your and the people that you speak to on a regular basis are well voice acted in their voice that's all that matters to me um i don't care about being able to land your ship I probably would crash it anyway. So I probably, look, go ahead and give me the cutscene scene of me landing my ship because I do not care about that either. Um, I don't care about a thousand planets. It's probably mostly procedurally generated anyway, which I think that got kind of confirmed. Um, 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 and then, like, there's some, like, mainstay stuff that you can actually go see that's, like, actually been put together, which, look, it's a massive, massive game. Um, with a lot to do, which is the Bethesda MO, giving you a lot to do a great, huge sandbox. And that's not necessarily what I'm always uh, into. I will give this a shot, but if the narrative, story-wise, isn't a little bit tighter than what they've done with their previous games, um, then I'm probably not going to finish it. say right. what do you think?
1: Uh, I went from, following your lead, I went from very very interested in the game to actually wanting to really play the game now. It is mostly it's mostly due to the sci-fi act, uh, aspect of the game. I am a huge sci-fi person. I love games that have sci-fi act, uh, aspects to it. And seeing the combat was like, could it be a little better? Absolutely. But, you know, we do know there's still a little bit of time for them to do it. But it's good enough to the point where I'm like, I'm really interested in playing this game because I like the whole... Uh, traveling, you know, well, who knows how the actual traveling between planets is actually going to work. They already pretty much came and said that it's not going to be like as seamless as going from one planet to the other. like it was in No Man's Sky. But I just like the overall aesthetic that the game is actually going for. Now, is it going to be like RPG wise? We know it's going to have a lot of deep RPG elements and stuff, but is it going to be sci-fi enough to actually garner like a long playthrough or is it going to be something like oh i seen this planet i seen that planet it's pretty much carbon copy just changed blue for green as the sky box on a different planet and then i might get to a point where i'm like okay this is a cool game but i got my i got enough out of it Uh, but it got me to at least to the point where i'm more interested in actually downloading this game and giving it a real shot because I'm not really into the Bethesda thing when it comes to like the st- like Fallout and and um, Skyrim and stuff like that because more of the medieval stuff and then the post-apocalyptic stuff like that. Like I-, I really wasn't into that, but as soon as I started seeing like the sci-fi side of it with space and everything, and that's like you know part of my first love is like you know just learning about outer space and what's out there and stuff. So I think that that's kind of the thing that's kind of driving me but that can really run dry if the game doesn't have everything else that i want to keep me engaged like you know pretty much like how mass effect did you know how the story just progressed and you just kept going from place to place to place and it just made you feel like you were part of a bigger a bigger plot a bigger story and if starfield can do that absolutely i'll finish the game but if it can't then it would be a game that i was like well it was a good try i like the I like the execution in some areas, but you know, it kind of fell short in others, but we'll, that we'll see that at some point next year.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, I forgot what I was about to say. There was some, some things that a lot of things that people have been discussing about this game that I thought, Oh, about the gunplay, the gunplay looked like really pedestrian. I do kind of wonder if like, it's kind of like cyberpunk where it's so much of an RPG That the gunplay is woeful in the beginning because you're supposed to build your character's uh, skill trees up and their specializations up to be better at it, which is something that we probably won't know for certain until the game comes out. I think that was a mistake for Cyberpunk because people are used to first-person shooters and at least having a a, a very very high uh, floor when it comes to the shooting. I think that Borderlands does it a great way where the, the gun, your gunplay is, is, is fine. It just gets better from there with the badass rank. And I think that, like, uh, if you're, and also your skill trees and that, because you can speed up reload speed and, and, and weapon handling, stuff like that, with, you know, various uh, different skills in Borderlands as well. But I, I kind of feel like uh, they should probably not go that route, but it may be a little too late for that at this point. Um, I think people making excuses for the way the characters look uh, Look, I'm sorry look at those this, eyes. it's next gen look we can't kill Bioware for Mass Effect drama back in 2017 five years ago for having dead eyes and dead faces and then in 2022 when a next gen game say it's okay for Bethesda to have that no no it's not that woman was just cross eyed she looked cross eyed to me yeah she did that's not acceptable whatsoever this, this, this stuff's gotta get better and, and people going out here acting like oh it's not that big a deal well, in, in Elden Ring this isn't Elden Ring Elden Ring doesn't even attempt to do what Bethesda's doing in this game they don't even have conversations where close up looks on people's faces at all so like they, from Software didn't even attempt to do this kind of thing in this game and therefore that's why no one cared that the visuals of the, of the characters faces weren't like amazing But when you're gonna have all these conversations with characters with NPCs all throughout the game, you need to make sure that what I'm looking at looks like the standard of 2022 and not the standard of 2014. Okay.
1: I'm just happy. I'm just happy they're not using the VAT system. That's what made me excited for the Mm -hmm. gunplay. Yeah. (laughs) But I was kind of, I was kind of worried. It's like, are they gonna use the VAT system in this game? Please say you're not gonna use the VAT system or any or any inkling of what it could be in a sci-fi universe but i was glad that they just left it as free for. but you know what that might be that's a good observation though maybe there is skill that you have to um progress through to get your combat efficiency higher when it comes to different weapons and stuff like that so let's hope that's the case but like i said just seeing the combat made me more interested in playing it than not seeing it because at least we have an understanding of it's kind of free-flowing and it's not like tag a, a limb and do damage to it to do damage to the enemy and it's like you can just shoot your gun freely and do damage
0: yeah yeah so overall, with the show again, as I said, it was a seven point five. It was a show that had show some good games, a handful of I'll say probably half a dozen games that I'm definitely gonna play day one that I really enjoyed. And but it was like there was nothing there that was like, oh my god, that game was amazing. Oh my god, that game looks like it's doing something I've never seen before, or it looks it looks so beautiful, or the gameplay looks like something that I need to play and I want it in my hands right now, like your competition whenever they do their shows they provide stuff that get people like on a hype level that's much higher than what was shown here at least in my opinion so I gave it a 7.5 Um uh, for me per- for me personally as well as how I kind of feel like uh th- that those games just show to the overall public um Forte does your numbers change at all
1: no I still I still like I said overall for me I still give it like like a 6 6.5 because like the disappointment theme was the fact that most of these games just remind you of all the stuff that was supposed to come out this year that isn't coming out this year mm-hmm. so it's just a it's just a huge reminder of that but um, as a whole the show was actually an enjoyable show like I like the pacing of the show I like the games that they shown it was a um, Like all those games weren't for me, but it was a lot of games and a lot of variety for people to uh, explore and see the games that they wanted to see. And I think about 19 of the, I think it was 19 of the games all shown were all coming to Game Pass day and date, which is another really good thing. So there's really no barrier entry outside of your subscription model that you probably already have. So it gives you no reason not to at least try these games out and experience what they actually are. But um, for me, six out of it's like six and a half basically just on the things that i knew was coming out this year because this show just remind me that 2022 is a huge miss for xbox absolutely
0: uh yeah you 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 get you don't got much coming out this year and everything that you showed that was look more impressive than everything else was was a 2023 game but uh man look that's the show man we absolutely Oh, man, we, 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 this, this is like, probably this is the, longest, the longest, show. the longest show we ever had. Th- three, three hours and 18 hours. minutes, man. This three hours, big... 18
1: minutes, holy.
0: Uh, um, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get these outros that I get up out here. Let me shout
1: out to the, the, the uh, five people. Chief. You did not buy that Master Chief skin.
0: Yes, I did buy that Master Chief skin. And yes, I did have that Master Chief skin doing the Dougie. <laughs>
1: You look really good doing the Dougie too. <laughs> and,
0: and yes, I do have Marcus Phoenix. Uh <laughs> Tim's. um, no, um, uh, let me let me let's let's get up out of here, man. Uh see, look, I wouldn't be doing that forte if it wasn't if, if you would play Fortnite with me, you know. Anyway. What do you, um, you
1: want me to play with? You? I will play Fortnite with you. All right, we, we'll we'll set what's we'll up. something. You down. got more craft too? yeah man did you just buy all the video game Look, characters this is,
0: this is what i do
1: how much money did hold, you hold on hold on hold fortnite on listen to... listen
0: listen to me listen to me this is Not what i me. do
1: okay i'm listening
0: i actually have skins of characters that like were shown years ago like uh uh brandon sanderson has a series called misborn one of his characters uh Kelsier, is in fortnite when i heard that his his character was in fortnite I installed the game just to buy the character, and then I uninstalled it. So up until them having this zero build mode, I just whenever there's been like a cool character, I would just go into Fortnite and get the character, <laughs> for no reason. So yeah, I got Lara Croft, I got uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, I got uh, I got Moon Knight. I got uh, the Kelsey here from Miss Bourne. I got Master Chief. I got uh, Marcus Fink. So I would have the Scarlet Witch, but I missed her. Like, I saw the tweet saying Scarlet Witch was in there. When I checked, she was gone. But, like, I mean, I started, I, that's what I do, man. How much but- are these kids slow don't worry about that. Like anywhere between like ten to fifteen dollars. Like, like don't don't worry about. it. Don't worry about. I ain't gonna Stop pocket like, watching me. Stop pocket watching me. I ain't gonna pocket watch you, bro. Anyway, um, let's let's get up. first, I want to say thank you to the forty-five people who are still rocking out with us after three and a half hours in this, like, in the middle of the night. It's nearly one in the morning. Y'all crazy. We crazy too, but y'all y'all just as crazy. So we appreciate y'all. Thank you for for still being here. If you enjoyed the show, hit the like button. You know, like don't be stingy. Hit the like button. If you if you haven't subbed to the channel yet, please do so. Sub the Forte's channel as well. Um, his channel was in the description. If you want to be a member, you want to be a ten percenter. You don't want to be all these ninety percent chumps out here. Who, who don't can't play games don't know how to play games and just all they do is talk about games and don't ever play nothing if you not if that's not you be a 10 center man join them join the club become a member um and uh it's uh just a dollar um for the lowest tier so uh come come do you know come join us man we really appreciate you guys being out with us and let's get these out shows going forte let everybody know where to find you
1: Yo, man, great job today, man. You had a seamless transition between everything, and uh, you always do a great job when you're hosting and appreciate the um, knowledge and honesty that you bring to the conversation. But for myself, Gaming Forte Everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation, check us out next week for DPS Podcast Episode 89 getting real close to that 100 episodes and be mm-hmm. here before you know it um but yeah shout out to everybody up in the chat shout out to ev- all the super chat shout out to the new members shout out to um everybody that came through and rocked out with us and um make sure you just um enjoy the games that you're playing and enjoy the rest of your week
0: but um for me uh, i'm probably i'm gonna I'm try to get i haven't done a lunch time with slow-mo since i came back from vacation which is unfortunate because I really wanted to, but of course, coming back from vacation, work usually be it uh, becomes a hindrance, especially when lunchtime with slowmos around lunchtime. So I'm really kind of like really it really kind of depends on how uh, how free my day is being. Um, so uh, it hasn't been um, very free this week, but hopefully tomorrow might be different. Um, and if it is, then uh, you can definitely uh, see me go on live tomorrow uh, afternoon. I don't know what I'm playing yet. Um, um, shout out to Vaccine who uh, hit me with a uh, Korean game. That's a little, uh, I, I got told me about it. I, I asked for access to, to get into it and try it out, and they gave me access. Uh, I haven't played it yet. Maybe I'll play it for the first time um, tomorrow if I can do a lunchtime with slow mo. If not, Uh, At the very least, I will be finishing the quarry. I probably have one more stream left in me. And um, once I do that, then the game should be over. So, like, maybe tomorrow night. And if if not tomorrow night, then uh, Saturday for certain. So, again, thanks, everyone, for coming through. You guys are awesome. And I hope you guys have a great, great weekend. And enjoy your games.